Yo guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Shane Tour. We are here with our lovely guests, Box on Ket, Leifon, and Solo. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Great scythe is BS. <laughs> Fuck you, you little... It already starts. <laughs> doing alright. <sighs> Don't you worry, I have something prepared. Good, good. Oh, prepared okay, keep it in the back this. of your head then for a few seconds. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, if you guys haven't seen the last episode, this will be a direct continuation from those points and topics that we were discussing, so maybe give that a listen before you actually attend this one. Uh, we're going to do our best to maybe swerve from the political talk and just stick on topic for this, so uh, if you do notice uh, <laughs> an hour section in the last one of politics, I assure you it won't happen for this one, probably. Is it really an hour? Wow. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good hour, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We're not going to go political on this, but I'm just going to be racist for anyone that's against <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to take a bit of a backseat later in this episode when we talk about lore. Uh, I'll leave that to Leifon and Solo when we kind of delegate that. But first of all, I want to start with one of the more straightforward topics. Box on Cat recently played through Dark Souls Remastered for the first time. Now, we both have kind of had a very similar experience in terms of our Souls journey so far, because I went from Elden Ring being the first game straight into Dark Souls, and then you have also gone from Elden Ring into Dark Souls, so there's kind of some overlay there. Uh, however, you were a little bitch, so I can't relate on that front as much. Uh, I'm just, you know. And well, <laughs> may I point out? Okay. It's less that I'm a bitch and more I was more tactically prepared. Tactically prepared. By looking things up. <laughs> no, no. And going to yes. the most broken can... place known to man before him. I can hear You cannot say sword. broken. I've seen you run <laughs> straight to pinwheel off the start and rock his shit with fists. To be fair though, yeah. he's earned that right though. <laughs> you know? I mean, I've also, right. No, you have not. He he has fist only Madeir. Okay, I I can't take anything from this man. I I can't I can't do it. It's the same for Solo. I think so is Solo. I, I, Hello. I, 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 I was going there. I fucking said it. <laughs> so, uh, Leifon, I'll start with you. Then I'll get to the the person. You know, I, you'd think I maybe start with Box. You know, the person who actually did the series. But no, you you, you take a back seat there, Leifon. Um, what were your thoughts on Box's series? Now, Box, I'm not just going to dunk on you the whole time. I actually do have, like, some, this is, some things Mine's going to be a, I like to call it a, uh, we're allowed to, we're allowed to swear a lot on this, on this, right? Correct? I don't think we've ever swore in the podcast, actually. Well, yeah, I'm about to create wrong. a, I'm, I'm about to do it right now. I'm creating a shit sandwich. Oh, damn. Some shit, some good shit, and some bad shit, and going back to some good shit at the very end. Can you fit some carrots in there? Uh, no, sorry. That's for you later, Shane. Okay. God um, damn. Or Box when he was fighting Artorias. Fuck you. You can um, get back on Peg Talk, Box, you know, I mean. <laughs> Listen, right. That's never going away, bro. That's that's uh, that's on the Seven Days series for life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen some good-looking-ass <laughs> goth birds. I will die on that hill of Peg Talk. I love it. Okay, um, so Box, you chose your first build as the Thief build, which is a master key. 
I am so very glad no one on your stream the entire time told you what you could have done the With entire Blight time. Town? Yes, skipping <laughs> Blighttown entirely. Yeah. That is the main reason why to get Master Key. It is to literally ignore that whole side. Um, I, I just want to inflict a little bit of chaos here just before you continue. Um, Leifon, I haven't got the go-ahead from you yet, but... Uh, uh, I feel like this is the appropriate time and place, so I'm just going to come out and say it. Uh, Box, you had, like, literally zero need to keep pumping in levels to your stamina. Just, just you know. Like, I just <laughs> let him keep doing it. I, I only Completely I, I thought he did not help you whatsoever. <laughs> so there was one time, Box, where you wanted to put points into resistance. I thought about it long and hard about letting you suffer to do that to yourself. So... What you fuckers are telling me, yeah. Resistance makes shit. It's resistance is garbage. Oh, resistance so, is like barely a factor it, at all. It does like point one to one point of, of defense up. To That's be fair it. though, Lefon, actually like again, like there were better levels you could have put it into, like as he was saying, like he wanted to put the levels into health, which would have made it completely OP. But like the fact that he was constantly upping his endurance did mean that he could fucking swing more and more and more as well. So like it kind but of backfired in a way too. It's his the fact that his weapons that he chose, which by the way, on record, he chose the Great Scythe. And for any souls bets out there, they know full dang well. Should we get him a moment of malarkey. silence? Okay. Hey. Listen, fuck your moment of silence. I have a presentation prepared for this stream. Oh, good. PowerPoints. Let's go. Perfect. I have a PowerPoint prepared for this podcast. I actually Let me hear it. I can't wait <laughs> I really, to dismantle really... it. Please tell me you actually what? have one that was put together in like two minutes. Oh, I, I have a PowerPoint, yeah. Okay, good, good. Uh, feel free to use podcast chat. Uh, feel free to on. put it in there. Should be a link, right? Uh, I can see that. I want to find a really cool fucking transition. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Fucking transition. Awesome. He's actively making it. <laughs> okay. Hey, well, hey, 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 hey. He goes into class for like his project that's due that day, and the teacher's like, uh, <clears throat> Robbie, is your project ready? Yeah, just two seconds here. So there was two sides. There are there's like a couple sides in the game. You could have gone for the normal scythe, which is if I'm silly, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It is actually an sense fortress. Oh yeah, the the one that's called a scythe, but is not a fucking scythe. It is a scythe. It's a different type of scythe. It's a scythe. It is actually a legitimate scythe. It was used for nah. cropping for cropping. Lost. It's, that's what it's used for. Lost the meaning of the word scythe. Let me tell you. Okay, if that gives it the meaning for scythe because it was used for cropping in the 1800s, okay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you really want to go down this road with the history major? I really don't. No. I was going down. It wasn't more the history the major, more the racist major. Leifon <laughs> <laughs> took me serious for a minute. I thought I was doing history. <laughs> no, no. My fun's uh. Where's Black our people. PowerPoint? Well, Can until he gives me that share PowerPoint. My screen. Hold on. Okay, I was going to say, if he doesn't There's give no me There's no way he's sharing my screen, seconds. is there? Uh, yes, and... There is a way to share your screen. Uh, if you just got to find it. You just got to try harder. 
Uh, thanks, anyways, guys. You... So under RHR part under RHR. Uh, I don't know what you can version actually... he's on. Shane is right. Thanks for that, Lathan. When was that even put in? The tenth of what? March. <laughs> wait, what? When did I put? Wait, what? Where are you at? Uh, well, I tapped into the open chat for the RHR podcast, like chat for the the actual audio. <laughs> I've never I've never opened this before. <laughs> I love that. I don't even remember doing this. That part. Oh, it's six days before my birthday. Oh, perfect. Box, what are you on? Are you on a, a laptop or your phone? iPhone? Yeah, yeah. D- <laughs> which? Which one? <laughs> that was an well, yes or no question. <laughs> oh, I just heard, are you on a laptop? Yes. Okay, right. If you're on a laptop, then just hover over po- uh, RHR Podcast, like the audio channel. And on the right, uh, next, to, uh, next to like create invite and that kind of stuff, there's open chat. Just do that and you should have uh, your options like for sharing screen and uh, that kind of thing. Or just click on it and it'll pop up like your profile, my profile picture, uh, solos, and oh, yeah. redheaded stepchild. It normally it's at the bottom, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, usually, yeah. Yeah, all I'm getting is mute and disconnect. Wait, what? No, you're... Hey, it's supposed to be just above. Oh, uh, wait, maybe he doesn't have the permission because of the channel. Gosh darn it! Who I do have this? it. Wait, you have it? Oh, well then there's no excuse. Yeah, like, look... <laughs> oh, oh, we're watching Solo's what, what are we watching? Yeah, you're literally watching this Discord. Oh shit, this is racist. It, it's this my screen. Oh, you want to see yeah. my. No, I'm joking. Can we keep going? Can we just keep adding. Uh, okay, oh, I'm sorry wait, for everyone on, on audio. We're losing track. <laughs> oh, I figured it out. Figured it out? Yeah, right. He's ready. Okay, yeah. Yep, let's see this. Uh, anyone on audio, this. head over to the Redhead Rambles uh, YouTube channel if you want to see this visual representation. Okay, what are we looking at here? Why the Great Scythe is the best weapon in Dark Souls? <laughs> Damn, you know what? I'm intrigued. Why wouldn't, wouldn't Great Scythe be in capital letters since it's capitalized in the game? No, no don't, don't try to Dark correct Souls? the Englishman on his grammar. He doesn't appreciate that for some reason, seeing as though they fucking made it. But All right, all right let's, let's hear please all stop about boxing this. into your mic. That'd be nice. <laughs> He's preparing okay. the megaphone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. This is the motherfucking T. Please don't. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? I can fucking yep. hear you. Yeah, yeah. Why the great scythe is the best weapon in Dark Souls? Okay. My boxing cat. Look at that transition, baby. I, I can't. I, did you I... take your mic outside? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm having to use my fucking other mic. Fuck you. Oh, okay. Okay. You can change that in your settings. <laughs> Just get on with it. Get on with it. Holy shit! What's We're your, like ten minutes into the podcast, and the audio is the great. Side is just better. Okay. Fuck you, Layfon. And because I well, use I, it, you, there's you're like not three other ch- slides. Would, yeah, like what the fuck. Oh, he probably opened it and it doesn't show it because he's like on the presentation. Oh, <laughs> oh, it. There's no uh-uh. transition for us. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm starting again. Oh, this is, this is absolutely abysmal. It's gone to shit, boy. Ah, oh, fuck. It's ended. Shit. Darn. So, anyways, yeah, uh, I didn't see actually any, like, have our conversation, oh. shall we? Okay. Oh, oh, here I we am. go. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, Layfon, just get to just get to your point then, if that's 
Oh, oh, there we oh. go. Wait, what? Let's Transitions. Transitions. Oh, I left. What? Okay, okay, okay. Why the Great Scythe is the best weapon in Dark Souls. Uh, I don't know about that. We have Gold Tracer and Silver Tracer to say otherwise. <laughs> sure. Right, are you ready for this? Boys, might I present the torch for consideration? Oh, Jesus. Get the heck out of here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I said torch Wait, once and Box just went to send it to the fucking fiery pits of hell, huh? <laughs> He wanted to. He wanted to uh, link the fire. Okay. <laughs> I said torch, and Gwyn was like, "I got you." <laughs> boop 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 boop. Are you ready for this, boss? Waiting for transition. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we are waiting. Oh. Oh. oh, oh that's sick. It's, it okay. just. It just is better. Fuck anyone on audio, the, the, you're missing out here. You, you really are. Box some, uh, used it. Box did use it. As you can tell. Do you know when I had to quickly restart my router? I literally wrote this then. Ah, that's now impressive. Let's move on to the next stage. Okay, it's it is just better. It it because she uh, you had freeze. all right. So I'm gonna have to stop you right here. You had to kill Priscilla to do it. Yeah, your argument mm -hmm. is hereby invalid. Nope, nope. Let let me explain why the life on Scythe is great as well. I'm listening. I mean, the first two points don't even really correlate with a scythe. It's more Priscilla. Because um, she half-breed, would still smash. OP. Uh-oh. Bleed. Okay. And now, makes a strong I bring up my final point. You still had to kill Thanks, her. Bro. Thanks for listening. Fuck <laughs> that <laughs> Shane guy. I completely agree with that last statement. I feel like I'm looking into this too much, but I both appreciate and hate the fact that you added the smallest scythe on my fucking slide. <laughs> okay, so back to his playthrough. Yeah, back to the podcast. What? Don't qua. No, go ahead. Yeah, what were saying? Yeah, go on. So, uh, back on box. Um, I came in sort of... I saw him when, just after he killed Gargoyles is when I first started actually watching a stream. I come up and all I see is a great size. I'm like, what? Did you kill Pinwheel? It's like, he's like, well, who's a Pinwheel? It's like, ah, okay. He's like, I just looked it up online to get the great size because I like size. I was like, ah, okay, cool. I'm glad you like size. That's awesome. And then he saw a couple other weapons, like the gold trace and the silver trace. And I was like, please, for the love of God, do not use this weapon. Um, here and over there. And he's like, man, this game is so much fun. I was like, it's not really hard. I was like, I wonder why it's not hard. Hey, I never said it's not hard. And if you I did, did, you did say no, 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 no. There were genuine moments where, like, on some of the bosses, you're like, like Calamite, for example. You're like, Sh Shane was making it out, like. Calamie was going to be like a like a really hard fight. <laughs> oh no, what I learned about that was during that fight, I had really good RNG yeah, as to what did. happened with me, where you he just wasn't fire, fucking like about times. with me. Do, do you even know what that grab does? When, when he like brings you up into the air, and, and you get the little symbol above your head? Oh no. Not necessarily. Ah, it's broken, bro. It may, as... Correct me if I'm wrong, Leifon, but doesn't it double the damage you take or something? 
it does. It's, called, it's, it's the calamity. effects of the calamity ring. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, by by, may I point out about that ring? Leifond, you're a fucking masochist. Oh yeah, no, I straight up put the ring on. I I don't care. Like I, I'm just like, well, I'm already gonna die. I might as well put this ring on as well. <laughs> it has no other effect. Literally <laughs> a, it's a, quite literally a fuck you ring for it, Miyazaki. It, it may it, as well it, just add the description of suffer. Dot exe. I really wish. I mean, just fucking left it. I I really wish Miyazaki had the balls to make it a cock ring. Oh, yeah, that would have been absolutely hilarious. Uh, let me add on to the fact that there's people out there that, and I, if you guys don't know him yet, uh, he is a uh, he's a, a YouTuber slash streamer. His name is Zero Lenny. He does broken sword runs. Oh. And the idea of the broken sword is only people that have gone hollow should ever use this useless weapon. If that. Or something along those lines. Oh, the bro oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one from the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's ooh, ooh. you do like especially in Dark Souls too. Shit, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Holy shit! I actually remember. That. <laughs> um, um, but uh, with all that being said, I I asked him like, "Hey, so what'd you do?" He's like, "Oh, I went down to the catacombs." I was like, "How did you know about the Great Scythe?" And he said, "Oh, I looked it up." I was like, "Okay, what else did you look up?" I was like, "Oh, that's the only thing I looked up." I also looked up this thing about how to make glitches. I was like. <sighs> No, right. Let me, I will defend, I'll defend myself on this. I was about to right. say, just one second. I, so, I feel like I'm in a courtroom. I don't feel like I'm doing a podcast. I feel like I'm judging. No, <laughs> like, I Your Honor, please. Your Honor. <laughs> wait, wait, let, let me get the fucking ace attorney. AC. <laughs> I need to get the ace attorney. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cornered. As you see by evidence, B63. This right here, so before I started the Dark Souls series, um, I got a video. Hold on, let me just find it because it's still my watch later. It was by a guy called. It's not Baron's Castle. That's a fucking lie. Um, continue with your point in a second. It might take a while. All right, that's fine then. I'm gonna continue on with this point of under reference point three, eight, wow. two, hey, what the fuck five, is this? He's got me here, boys. Nine, six, eight. Which stands for fuck you in T9 language. Um, it states, and I quote, anyone that uses the great side, let alone anyone that decides to up nothing but their dexterity <laughs> after admitting that they up their dexterity because it increases their damage because it has good scaling. Because you saw it in a video. It's so worth it. <laughs> oh no, I've I seen a scaling thing because it's literally got a scaling thing that has like the ratings of it. Can one of you please say objection? OBJECTION! objection. <laughs> okay, so the video... Leifold, I can't wait for you to watch that back video... if it's not muted. <laughs> yeah, the video is called... Um, Can you beat Dark Souls 1 with only great saves by the backlogs? Yeah. I watched before <laughs> I started it the first 10 minutes. And it basically shown him like getting the great scythe and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And... That's how I found out about it. And then a little after, I was watching Shane's... Um, so I didn't find out about that like glitch <laughs> until I seen Shane doing that um, rune farming spot. It's not a glitch. I was like, oh. I wonder if there's a rune farm like thing that I could go to. So I had a quick little search, like rune farm. 
It was the second video that came up for me under the one Shane was um, doing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, what are runes? I don't, I don't understand what runes <laughs> uh, are. Fucking souls. Fuck you, you little prick. Yeah. They're, they're the things next to the sites of grace in the game. What's the site of grace? No, they're not. They're fucking... <laughs> ah. One fire. Well, my whole job went wrong because they're fucking not even near, like, sites of grace are fucking on you at all times. <laughs> to vouch for him, I'm saying one fire. Just get to a site of grace constantly and you just get instant fucking... Oh, yeah, that's amazing. I'm saying Bonfire for Side of Grace. Like when when I was playing Elden Ring the first time, I kept saying Bonfire. I use them interchangeably. Like when I first went into Dark Souls after doing Elden Ring, it was constantly just like um, Side of Grace, Side of Grace, Ruins, and now I now I more so stick to like Souls and Bonfire. I don't really use Ruins and uh, Side of Grace all that much anymore. Yeah. But but I think it's just because I've played, well I've played more Souls games now, so like more Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. So, All right, so... I, won't, I won't lie though. While playing the game, my my like favorite boss, but also most heartbreaking boss, was definitely Sif the the clergyman. Yeah. yeah. Sif the clergyman. Sif the beast clergyman. Damn right. <laughs> what? What? He's trying to trigger you. <laughs> Sif the beast clergyman. You're combining two games. Well, that's... Uh, no, no. Yes, well no, done, Leifon. No, his best friend's Artorius the Blackblade. Oh my god. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I've just got to add a little thing in here, boys. Don't mind me. How do you use the Ask GPT again? <laughs> I, I will say, though. <sighs> Manus the first Elden Lord. How the fuck do you do that? What this? a prick. Boys, okay. how you, boys, how do you use the Ask huh? GPT again? Slash yeah, ask G JPT. GPT. I knew you were the right one. No, but uh, Manus, the Manus fight, yeah, has got to be like a one of my up there is one of my favorite fights, but also like that fucker just comboed me oh, to yeah. fuck. Well, it was an actual boss fight for you. So remember how I told you you can beat the game at level eighty, and that you should be able to yeah. beat the, the DLC before you finish before you like level up to past level eighty. <laughs> Um, uh -huh. I said that to challenge you. <laughs> Damn. All right. Eh. Apparently, claptrap. Tomato, is tomato. I know, but uh, and then dark, and then also for Artorius, when he's powering up in the corner, scream, uh, moaning his, moaning his brains out over in the corner before he explodes. You can actually stun lock him out of that. <laughs> Nobody wants to pay attention oh, to podcast. I didn't know that. All right, that's probably All right, one second. I did. <laughs> I was ready, and and then so I that. saw that. Let me let me just get what rid happened? of that real quick. Nah, it's nothing. You'll figure out when you watch the podcast, Lake. <laughs> okay. Where's Bob? Um. Where so let's see. Back on the scythe. Let's see. All right. So he went down. <laughs> he went through Blight Town. He got his ass kicked only a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It didn't do bad. I was not gonna tell him where the fuck to go, Fair. um, at all. And he he figured it out eventually. Didn't help the fact that Rivers of Cringe uh, was backseating him a little bit, trying to help him out. I feel like like Rivers of Cringe also. I mean, 
they i think they had good intentions though because like i i think they were just against like any kind of gatekeeping i i know they kind of felt a little bit like you were gatekeeping me a bit like on which you probably mm-hmm. were a tiny bit but like i mean it wasn't to a detrimental point like i'm glad i had a challenge um you know me like i mean if i'm genuinely annoyed and i'm getting comments like get good and stuff it's probably gonna annoy me so i, I feel like he was probably trying to save me from that a little bit but um and i kind of did by giving you drake sword yeah yeah but that was only very like that wasn't used for very long you know like, i mean drake sword is really helpful for early to mid game mm-hmm. no for sure my that point... base damage nutty yeah, for, okay, everyone, for everyone on the point, by the way, I got rid of that Drake sword real fucking quickly, and I went right back up through Blighttown. I went right, right three back times. fucking down. <laughs> yep, three fucking times. He went through there three times. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I just did it the once. Fuck that place. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you had a fucking GPS, fucking. <laughs> but um, when I see, I don't want to just dunk on you though, because I I thought about something while watching your playthrough um and it was the fact that like with the drake sword right let's just let's just throw that out there drake sword what do you have to go through to get that sword right it's it's considered op for the for the starting game correct yes okay yeah so we go with that argument it's op it's hard to find in the sense that you're not just gonna walk across it right you gotta go through the steps to actually get it so you gotta fire the arrows of the dragon's tail you know break it get it good luck yeah yeah, exactly. I mean, technically, you and that's how the speedrunner are doing it. Uh, they bring the dragon to the bridge and they cut it from here, so they right, take but... way all this time. Right, but, but technically, not... you you could like find it by accident. Right, but like you're not gonna just walk across it, you know? Like, I mean, how many people are yeah. going up and like, you know, cutting off the dragon's tail? And like, you know? th- and there's way the only... more on the bridge on top of that. And that's now, the best weapon. Now, let me go ahead and throw this out here. Okay, I do want to finish uh, well, my point after you, you Lefon, but you go ahead. Uh, when it comes out accidentally coming across it, you're not going to know about cutting tails off unless yes. you played Demon Souls prior. True. You're not going to know. It's that's not in true. Dark Souls 3. It's barely in Dark Souls 2. And I sad to say they didn't bring it back in Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. There are points so, as well that would have made sense in Elden Ring as well. It is quite, quite sad. Um... But anyway, yeah, so with that point, then, we can agree that the the Drake Sword would at least be a little bit troublesome to find if you didn't have prior knowledge. Yes. Okay. Yep. With the Great Scythe, though, now, again, I didn't actually see the exact placement where Box got it, but as far as I am aware, what Box did, uh, and again, I'm not putting you down for this, Box, but I just want to get it straight— what exactly did you do? You you went down. You kind of rolled through the the threats. And where was the weapon exactly? Like was it? It was on behind the a demon of titanite. It's right behind a demon of titanite. Uh, behind the catacomb. You didn't have, of, yeah, you, right. You didn't have to kill him. Um. No. I'll um. I don't know if you know where that spot is from Layfarm, but do you know where you like jump down and you meet that fucking skeleton guy? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's literally on the room to the left instead of going. It's in the same the area, right like you're stairs. trying to hit Nito. Right, but it's, it's not on the floor. Where, yeah. It's not behind a hidden wall or nothing like that. No, no, it's, it's just on the floor. Okay, right. It's right where my... you can like go say hi to Nito and join his Grave Lord Covenant. Yeah. My problem with that was that the whole argument with Drake Sword is that it's it's OP in the sense that it does massive damage that kind of like negates the challenge of it at the beginning of the game. Whereas with the Great Scythe, 
it was insanely powerful. Like we're talking three shotting, four shotting certain bosses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yet you can, if you just waited until that point in the game, like you did the you did the game properly with a normal weapon up until mm-hmm. the catacombs, you could still stumble across that just randomly. Like it's not yeah, you didn't have to go through could. any extra effort. So but at you, that point you already beaten Orange. You at that point you would if you're going down the normal path you'd already have been past Orenstein and Smog at that point. True, you yeah. would have suffered. But like my point is the fact that Box was still doing massive damage. Now he upgraded it completely. But again, at this point in the game, you basically have all you need to upgrade things completely anyway. So mm-hmm. when you when you pick that up, a random person, let's just say, they could completely upgrade that, start using that weapon from. A point where they are technically allowed, and they would do absolutely massive damage to later game bosses as well. Because I thought when he got to maybe like Nito and like you know those later stage bosses that it was going to be like oh okay it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge. You know it's not going to like take a quarter of his health bar every time he hits him, but it was like Nito was down in like five hits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I feel mm-hmm. like that was very like. That was kind of jarring for me personally because I, I understood, you know, going out of your way for OP weapons, but that was one that was just kind of lying there. And so I was like, I will, I'm gonna, I will, pro- I'm going to probably die in this hill on my own. Okay. I will look at Dark Souls one like this. If you don't know anything about Demon Souls, because it was a PlayStation exclusive, Dark Souls is the first game to bring around not just consoles but PC as well. And for anyone that's never played mm-hmm. the, the darn series. They're not going to know about how to create a proper build. They're not going to know. They're not. They're going to look at all these stats and be like, "What the fuck is this? I don't understand." Mm-hmm. Dark Souls One. It was meant to be what it what it turned out to be, which was the first Souls game for a lot of new people. And it's not like you guys. You guys had the advantage of going through Elden Ring first, so you all got to have a chance to play the game casually and have a little bit of easier time mm-hmm. especially with iframes and bloodhound step yeah <clears throat> no that's that's valid that's like that's not even like a that's not even like a dig or nothing like that that's or you know put like points into resistance <laughs> right now you're trying to make it fucking personal <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that's just because i only, did that my only... first time playing had i um not played elden ring before it and i seen like the scaling like when i was looking at the weapons I wouldn't have known that Dex would make that weapon stronger. Had nope. only because I played Elden Ring and I understand understood mm-hmm. the scaling system was I able to make that weapon as like versatile and as useful as it was. Mm-hmm. I understand, but I'm only reason bringing it up as for someone that never played Dark Souls before, which was me. I played Dark. I played Dark Souls One. It was my first game, and I was that guy that put points in resistance. I had forty resistance. I wasn't. I had forty resistance, twenty five strength. <laughs> 20 dexterity i want to say like 19 vital 19 vitality and only like 10 endurance i didn't know what the heck i was doing right so I, that game was very hard for me to say the least box i'm gonna quit the clowning on you now for a bit like we've had our fun with that i want to get to actually getting your thoughts mm-hmm. now though just like properly so um for you, your personal experience, uh, could you give us like a general idea of like what your thoughts were going into it versus what your thoughts were after, and kind of 
what mindset you were in near the beginning because i know like before before you made any kind of good progress through undead berg you were kind of considering that you know you're kind of like on the fence like eh, do i keep going or do i leave it or you know what do i do with it oh unlike that whole thing was this on the first one or the second one the first one on the first one. Well, like, overall, like, but that was that was the kind of, like, feel I was getting on your first time through. Yeah, on that first one, the one thing that I did want to do was, because I just kind of went through it, I didn't really change weapon apart from when I said it was the Morning Star. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, I explored a bit, I found different weapons, yeah, but I wasn't really easy. willing to change to anything. So, I went into it. I knew it was a game that I wanted to play, even if I didn't like it. But I say didn't like it. It's a fucking great game. No matter what you're going to get, you're going to like it. Mm. But I went into it, played that first bit with the Morning Star. I didn't like it because I wasn't OP. That's not the reason I didn't like it. I think my first impressions was it was... I didn't take into account how very different and how, like, a lot older it was going into Elden Ring. Hmm. So I just kind of thought, right, this is just going to be like Elden Ring, which was completely stupid of me to have went into the mindset of. That was the same situation for me, Levon. You'll remember, you know, trying to get to grips with the fact it's not Elden Ring. Yep. Uh, Yeah, continue, Fox. And I think... Even when I like, I did the proper run of it when I had the scythe. Even then, like I think at least once a stream, maybe even more on some streams, I would always like compare it to Elden Ring because that's the only Souls game I had played. Mm-hmm. Going into when I play uh, Dark Souls Three and Sekiro, I'm gonna I'm not gonna focus on Elden Ring at all. I'm gonna compare them all to Dark Souls One. <laughs> For Sekiro, you'll have trouble comparing to anything. Oh, no, I know. I've already been told from think, the last podcast I have yeah. to unlearn everything again. Well, I think the closest resemblance that you get, and it's not even a one-to-one, but the closest resemblance you get for Sekiro would be Bloodborne, and you're not going to have that option at the moment. Uh, to, to be fair, most of the prosthetic, uh, they have been used for uh, Weapon Art, Ash of War for Elden Ring. I yeah, I, I meant more so for, like, in terms of the pace of the combat, more so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, so, going into Dark Souls 3, because Dark Souls 1 was the first one, I'm going to be looking at how it's improved since Dark Souls 1. <laughs> and It improved a lot. So, yeah. I, I think you genuinely meant that. I mean that in regards to uh, however you can R once game. I'm also gonna play Dark Souls two. Yes. Oh. Um, and I'm not gonna use version... an OP weapon. I have which version of the first Dark Souls two. I'm okay, okay. the only one available to me is Scholar of the First and I haven't okay. even played it yet. I've bought it. But I, I'm going to do that after June, I think, because I need my head clear for the grading and everything. God else. bless your soul. <laughs> I would personally, I mean, again, I'm not the one with the best souls advice here out of the three of us, but uh, I would not personally advise going into Dark Souls 2 as your next one. I don't know. I mean. No, no, it's not going to be my next one. Okay. 
Dark Souls Three will probably be the better better of the two. It's gonna it's gonna likely be in terms of playing the like Souls Bound from Soft Games. B. I've just played Dark Souls One. I'm either gonna go into Sekiro or a different Elden Ring run. Okay. Then um, another Elden Ring run, really? Probably, yeah. Well, so actually, that's, thing... yeah, that's pretty close to what I did in terms of like going from Elden Ring to Dark Souls. And, and then, Elden depending on which one I did first, whether it was Sekiro or the Elden Ring run, I'll do the opposite. Yeah. So say if I played Sekiro, I'll do the Elden Ring run afterwards. Then I'll play Dark Souls 3. And then I'll probably play Dark Souls 2 sometime afterwards. Minus Bloodborne so... was actually a pretty very similar way I did it. Anyway, yeah, uh, sorry, that one. Uh, so one thing uh, I will say, Box, and it took a minute. You you mentioned how you were like comparing the two a lot, and hey, you were like, "Man, this game, this game's nothing like Elden Ring." And I was like, uh, "And this was during the gaping dragon fight." And I was like, "Hey, I was like, hey, where's the music?" Like, oh, I turned that down. I was like, "What? Turn that up?" And you're oh, like, "Why?" Oh, so the reason I had to turn it down in the first place was when I first did the the run for it when i first like did like my little stream for it before i actually did the proper playthrough um at certain points in like the first stream um the music was actually getting copyright striked on twitch oh so i didn't have that problem when i turned it down but then as i've obviously i turned it up after the first couple streams i didn't have that problem again yeah, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it was. Know if it was some, something in the very first part, but it That's, somehow triggered a copyright strike. And this is something that uh, I had that we I had myself and Solo had that talk with Shane about a little bit was about the music, and you didn't it didn't start clicking with you until Orange seen the smokes theme. When to, you got a little bit of a taste of it with gaping, you a dragon you're like wow, this music's actually pretty cool. It's very atmospheric. It's very cool. And then you got to Orange seen the smokes. So I was like, man. This music is terrifying. You got a, a small taste of it with Capra, a small taste of it. But then you're oh, like, yeah. man, this. And you were trying to compare the music between Elden Ring and Dark Souls. I was like, man, Elden Ring music so much better. I was like, I no, Elden really... Ring music. I did not say that. I don't know where. No, not you. I'm okay, talking. Okay, I'm talking. Okay, I'm okay. referring to Box. All right, okay. I'm talking to Box. Okay. And and I was like, hold on. How much of the music in Elden Ring do you really remember? I can barely. I remember Melania's thing because I just keep on being told she's the blade of Mikla <laughs> and she knows no defeat. I can't um, really like. When name it came a song. to the, when it came to when we was talking about the music, I remember saying um, that I do enjoy the music in Elden Ring, but it's nowhere near like when I actually started listening more to the themes in Dark Souls. Unfortunately, for a few fights, I wasn't able to listen to it for very long. You definitely got but... to hear Ornstein and Smoke, though. <laughs> Fucking right. I'm happy um, that at least I heard, one of I heard our toys to the Manises a lot as well. I am happy but... that someone gave you a challenge. Uh, but with the music as well, uh, me personally, I actually... Like, first of all, let's just get it out of the way so we don't have to come back to it. Bloodborne is going to be at the top, I think, for the OST, in my opinion. Mm. Um Damn. But it was very, very hard to ignore in Bloodborne because it was so integral to each fight. Like, it really, really fit in. Second phase is baby. That doesn't take away anything from Dark Souls because I think the music is very good. 
However, I will say, when I'm in the fights for Dark Souls, I was kind of like, I, and not purposefully, but like, I kind of like clouded out the music just automatically because mm-hmm. like you're just so focused on the fight and trying to like not fucking die uh but yeah for me like i kind of had to go back through it was like the first time that i had a look at the fights it was like okay yeah no i'm focusing on the fight itself and then when you go back through again it's like oh okay the music's actually slaps <laughs> capper demon fight yeah whereas bloodborne in a way doesn't kind of give you that option bloodborne's like no you're gonna fucking listen to the theme <laughs> And then Gascoigne for you though was like, oh, that yes, theme is amazing. I I worked out to that again the other day, man. That fucking oh, it's so good. Uh, anyways, oh, it's back on Dark Souls, uh, mm-hmm. and the fact that you started liking the music more. Also, Box, I remember you saying like, man, NPCs like I I'm like I I don't care. Like you didn't seem to care about the NPCs or what they brought to the table. Because I'm gonna be honest, Elden Ring's NPCs. They're cool, but they're just sort of there. They're not really, like, yeah. integ- they don't feel integral. And then you were, like, at first, like, man, fuck this Sith dog. And then you actually, like, understood that you actually were understanding, like, where Sif was coming from, like, trying to protect his master, where Artorius, like, man, fuck Artorius, fuck Sif. And then you actually, like, like, started caring a little bit more about what's going on. And I remember you still, to this day, asking me about Manus. Or he's, like, after you killed Manus, where Dusk was there, he's, like, and you, I told him, just kill her. She, he was like, and I was like, and you said, hey, I feel bad for killing her. But like earlier in the game, you were like, I don't care. Even throughout the game, I was just killing them after you said, don't kill him. I find that weird And that was the well, first though. NPC. I find it really weird because, I, again, I know you're doing it in the sense of like, you know, having fun or whatever, but because for me like i remember one of the things you said about the souls games is that your your favorite part about the souls games was the lore oh yeah so in turn i found it quite contradictory that you killed everything to do with the lore <laughs> like <laughs> like you didn't get to know any of the the character now okay it's a bit hypocritical coming from me because again i blast through these games for me personally when i'm going through and you saw this in dark souls 3 Lathan and so um mm-hmm. my kind of way for going through the souls games or at least i've noticed since like kind of since sekiro and bloodborne a little bit is i like to like speed through so that i know it's gone through because i've i have like this thing in the back of my head it's like okay if, if i don't get this done it's gonna be sitting with me for ages and i can't focus on anything so like, lady maria <laughs> but uh <laughs> i'm coming back to that bitch bro but um yeah so my first time through a Souls game, I'm focusing on getting through it, and then when I go through it again, I'm gonna focus through on quest lines and stuff like that because I, you know, you can finish the game without focusing too hard on those quest lines. But uh, I feel like if you try, well, for me, I feel like if I focus on it for the first time through, I'm gonna have that paranoia of like, okay, I'm not making any progress, and I am risking losing a bunch of souls to go do this random thing for this NPC. I mean, you got to mm-hmm. see a little bit with my uh, Sigurd or Katarina for Dark Souls 3, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where Sigurd just fucking carried me through the entire game, for the entire match between Yorm, Yorm. and yeah. me. Yeah. It's a very cool Onion Bro is life, man. I still um, don't even know what the fuck happened to him in that run. Uh, he disappeared. Uh, so where he's supposed to go, he goes to Ash Lake, and he falls into a pit with a bunch of tentacle-looking creatures. And that's where he dies. Unless oh. you save him. He's but suppo- he dies of poison. 
Oh, wait, shit. Am I thinking of Dark Souls 3 or am I thinking of Dark Souls 1? I think I'm thinking of Dark Souls 3. Yeah, where, because, like, C All I know is I found his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did, yeah. And then both of them just ended up fucking off. Uh, oh, no, so actually, no, I think daughter, I killed the daughter. The daughter has found in Ash Lake the two places that you two used to go to, even though I tried to send you both there. Multiple occasions, mm -hmm. but the problem is you had to go to the uh, poison swamp, and I understand why y'all didn't want to go back there. Because <laughs> the closest bonfire is all the way at uh, the is all the way at uh, Quaylags. Someone said I don't know if it was you that said it, Layfon, but um, you said that I was close to it when I visited some tree. Or it might have been mm -hmm. someone else. It was me. I made sure to tell you that hey, you're close to it. You you were passing some slug creatures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who have a very weird animation. I'm going to toss you a, a few, like, off-the-bat questions, Box. You don't have to go too in-depth in, in them. It's just kind of like a pick-your-brain-a-little-bit. I don't know what happened to the Queen. I was not involved in her murder. I mean, <laughs> death. I love that shirt. I still have it here, the one from Schlatt. Um, but, yeah. So, when it comes to Dark Souls 1... What I was kind of prodding at a little bit was, and again, I'm not saying any critique of the game is not to say the game is bad. It's just looking at it from a critical standpoint. What would you say was the thing that turned you away the most on your first playthrough? Oh, that first little stream? Yeah. Um, It was just trying to get used to it, to be honest. How did you feel because about, like, um, finding your way around? Well, compared to, I'm going to compare it again to Elden Ring, but compared to Elden Ring, I don't know how it goes on throughout the series, but uh, Dark Souls was quite linear. Yeah. Like, it did have, like, somewhat of a set path. Mm -hmm. And you knew, like, a lot of parts you knew you would have to go there again because it had a lot of shortcuts. Like, the main hub for all the shortcuts ended up being Firelink. And that connectivity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, finding my way around wasn't too bad. There was some areas where I was like, right, where the fuck do I go here? But, like, once I, like, actually, like, focused a bit and looked around, I found it quite simple. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, what boss, if any, would you say was the most troubling to deal with. Banis or Artorias for me. Do you want to give, like, what you think the reason was in terms of, like, both the fights? Like, what was kind of giving you the most trouble in terms of, like, their movesets, maybe? Or or the, how they were moving? Like, was... Jumping spin oh, attack? Artorias just fucking rocked my shit constantly. <laughs> Leifon probably got the most pleasure out of that fight, considering he watched me, like, just fucking saw through some of the bosses and then just keep getting my shit rocked by these oh, two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was very, like, mm, yes, please. I love this. But I did enjoy... Well, I didn't enjoy that night, but I did enjoy that fight, despite, like, the mood I was in. I, I was more pissed off with the fact of my fucking, like, stream constantly cutting out that night. I can relate so much in the terms of, like, uh, not hating the fight, but hating it that night. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm just uh, glad that I did end up recording them. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I did manage to actually get him in the end. But too bad we so, can't see shades. Yeah. yeah. Well... But, in terms of Manus, Manus was a fucker for me. Because I felt like I got like the hang of like his moveset. And then it'll just hit a fucking 10-punch combo on me, and I'm like, yes, sound. I was prepared for that. I'm going to say the two I most enjoyed watching you fight was Ornstein and Smo and Bed of Chaos. They were my two guilty pleasures for me personally. You know I what? Honestly missed Bed it. of Chaos. I actually enjoyed that fight. In terms wow. of content, looking back on it, it was so funny. It is pretty good content, like, in retrospect, yeah. Same for myself. Like, I mean, the like, it's so funny when you look at my death count and the, the fucking gravity counters just keep going up and, like, doubles every time it cuts to the next clip. It's like, oh, yeah, like, I died to gravity 60 to... Oh, wait, no, why is it 72? Experience in it, the better chaos was... It was a cool fight, but... I wouldn't put it anywhere near, like, one of the better fights in the game. Oh, no, it's horrible. <laughs> I'll, I'll it's it's a cool idea. It's... Yeah. Yeah, it would have been a cool idea if the game was more leaned on platforming, which yeah. is not. Yeah. And platforming on the souls, uh, it never has been a good combination. Trying to get to Ash Lake is a good example. I don't think I've... The more you say that, like, I don't think I even visited Ash Lake on my playthrough, did I? No, you didn't. Even though I was like, hey, Shane, we should go back to Quaylag and let's go to... Let's go across the swamp. You said no, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds familiar. The the only thing you all noticed about Ash Lake, like, all of you, like, I, I don't even need to... to, like, watch the stream, to search for it, but when you guys were in the Tomb of the Giant, like, before Nido, mm -hmm. uh, you have a super opened area with, like, some gray sky. Uh, you okay. see the Ash Lake from here. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, Box, just a quick point on Tomb of the Giants, by the way. Uh, what do you think of those skeleton eyes in the distance, huh? Through the darkness, there's those two... When I first seen tables. them, that was freaky as fuck. Fucking terrifying, right? What'd you think of the dogs? I, you know I'm, I'm very curious to hear what the fuck you thought about the dogs, actually, because, like, are you talking about the big, like, skeleton dogs? Skeleton like, ones, yeah. yep. I want to fucking hear this. Thankfully, when I finally, like, properly explored Tomb of the Dragons and went to it, I had the, the spell uh, cast light. So I could see. Mm -hmm. When I first seen that dog, when it like the little bit of light just covered its face, it was looking at me. I shit myself. <laughs> I will confidently say I could have built a house by the bricks that was produced by my asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And then, and then, it fucking belly dropped me, and one yeah. hit me. Yeah. What a fucking cunt! I must have missed that. Because, like, I, I, I flipped through a little bit during Tomb of the Giants, but when I watched you, um, I, I, I got to a part where you were fighting the dog, and you swung three times, and with your first swing, you killed the dog, with the second, you killed the Black Knight behind the dog, and then with the third swing, you killed the third dog, or the second dog, and I was like, bro, each of those enemies took me a solid ten minutes, like, yeah. It was a little bit when you follow that path down, 
Yeah, I know. You meet the three about. dogs. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're fucking talking about. I killed the first two. Right past Patrick. I was just about to kill that. I was about to kill that last one. It belly flopped me. <laughs> I had to go all the way down that path again. What about the bone wheel? Fuck them guys. The worst really cool. enemies. I but hate you know them. what? I hate them, but they're so fucking good. <laughs> like, every time they hit me, I just thought of the Tokyo Drift theme song. Uh, for me, it was all the Euro- Eurobeats. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. Or run into the 90s. Yeah, or like just when, you know, they stop stop rolling around they do some sort of drift and deja vu uh, yeah exactly there was deja vu running in my brain and I was like holy but deja vu yeah yeah. Yeah. this place before higher on the street Uh, (laughs) are people like actually since I didn't really watch the Dark Souls 1 playthrough uh, you guys went through the pain like since you seem to know who was yeah Oh, yeah, so I... you saw you saw all these skellies like in the well. Oh no, he did not go that way. Oh. He skipped all of that. Did I? Oh. He skipped all of that. I'm not shitting you. He went from the dragon, and he he did the silly attack where the dragon's legs come jump up, or yeah. just appear above him, and he just dropped down. Oh, he skipped the entire he skipped the entire area. You remember that dragon that breathes a uh... painting curse. Yeah, yeah, the dragon. So if you were to attack it after you kill the dragon, you go over to his legs and you do a jumping attack. The legs just, whoop, they just appear above you. They just, it allows you to go underneath the oh, legs. Oh, yeah, that. And you yeah, drop yeah. down. Uh, yeah, he skipped the entire area. You told me to. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no fighting, just, yeah, I did. But still. Should have skipped it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you taking my advice for, pleb? <laughs> I I know uh, box. Uh, don't recommend that. I mean, you can do it again for your second playthrough, but I'm gonna recommend you go to the actual area yourself. If you decide to play Dark Souls one again, just go through the entire area and realize just how much AIDS it is. Because um, you saw a little bit with the toxic boys that just explode when they uh, appear. Oh yeah. Because uh, that was supposed to be the tutorial area, if I remember correctly. Yeah, exactly. That was the first area that has been programmed. Uh, and they were, like, using it at, like, a test run. And Cosmic uh, Priscilla was supposed to be your... Uh, your character. Game. Yeah. That's yeah, so they weird. they wanted to do a completely different game. And they wanted, like, to make the, the character uh, some sort of preset. Like, you know, like, when you play The Witcher, you have Geralt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted you to control Priscilla, and then they were like, "Meh." <laughs> That's so they weird that really they went do. from like, you know, a character like say Sekiro or something, you know, like a like an actual yeah. name based like created character to just a character creation tool instead. Like that's such a turnabout. Yeah, uh, actually, the 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 story of your main character was completely the the main story of your character was completely different. Like it was actually more like close to was, I mean Priscilla's story. Like you were off breed with dragons, mm. uh, you like the scalas. Yeah, 
I want to make Ooh. a point because I don't want to talk about it yet, but I want to come back to it because I don't think I actually really. I tried to expand a little bit on it in the last episode when I came to like philosophy, but mm-hmm. uh, really I want to kind of delve into like the storytelling aspect. So I'm just gonna write it into podcast chat so I don't forget about it. Um, but not right now though. I want to make a quick few okay, points okay. before we get around to that. So, uh, moving on then from Box's series, I just want to know real quick. Box Solo, have you guys seen the Dark Souls 1 series yet? The the edited series? Uh, yours? No. Mm-hmm. Box? I've seen bits of it. Okay, you haven't seen it. Okay. Um, okay, I all have. right. <laughs> I just want to point out, right? Now, again, again, fully fully transparent here. I appreciate my playthrough. Lefon, you did a great job guiding me through. But at the same time... My liver time, says otherwise. My brain has been short-circuiting the entire time through Box's playthrough. Because I, I'd, I'd watch what was happening. I was like, oh, oh, oh LeFon's going to have some words to say about this. Oh, he's, he's using an OP wet. Oh, oh he, he's using a skip. Ha! Oh, wait until LeFon gets in chat. It's just like, good job, bud. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. So he, me he and LeFon spoke about this a while ago. Uh-huh. I think, LeFon, you remember. Go for it. it was, what did um, I say? It was a time when you joined me when we, I was fighting Ornstein and Smell. Mm-hmm. And you said afterwards, like, once the stream ended, we were just, like, chilling out talking, weren't we? Mm-hmm. And you like, just said, like... Yeah. yeah, so this was after the stream, so no one would have... It was yeah. only between me and Leifon. Oh. I know, yeah, it was a very saucy conversation. <laughs> um, But we were just talking about it. And Leifon was like, he just wanted to make sure I was still enjoying the game. Mm-hmm. He didn't give Which a fuck I was if I was enjoying, enjoying the game. <laughs> Leifon, so, you were like, I no, don't know how so, drunk you were on Ornstein and Smo, bro, but I assure you. Whatever I about remember, every other night, that Ornstein and Smo night, you had no fucking intention on my enjoyment of the game that night. No, I was like, I'm gaping, keeping the fuck out of you. I don't know, but not, and, if, if you boys get around to the Analando video, you will understand. Leifon, you are usually a joy to be with that night. I'm sorry. No. That was fucking painful. I was painful. gatekeeping you I had, hard. I, I had saw Ornstein that. and Smo to deal with, and then I had this motherfucker in the back. Like, you know when you're angry and you just want to complain? You may not. You may know in your own head that you're wrong, but you just want to bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And every time I'd say something, Leifon would just be there like, well, what do you want? Well, what do you want? You know, what, what do you want from me? I, I told you where to go. Like. Yeah. Uh, so I will also want to add on to what you said, Box, which was, and I'm sending, I even mentioned in the chat, um, I want you to have fun, but also realizing that you also have a, and I'm going to bring it up one more time, you had a weapon, so in a way, weapon, it's yeah. all, yeah, you had an OP weapon, so I'm also like, I have to treat you different. I have to yeah. treat you, and Shane yeah, got what, the taste of it. That's what I was getting. Go ahead. Yeah, that's what I was getting to before uh, Shane mentioned about the uh, anal Londo when he was fighting him and you gatekeeping the fuck out of him. When me and Leifon was talking that night, he was saying, yeah, because you've got, even though you are enjoying the game and it was a weapon that you wanted to use, like complete props to you for sticking to it. But I've, I've had to treat you differently. Like he wasn't saying it in a bad way. Yeah. yeah. He was just saying it in a way of, um, it, I've treated you differently while like helping you than I did to Shane. 
because even though Shane was using the Drake sword, he then went back and was doing it with a proper weapon and was experiencing like how difficult it was. I but because I was adamant on only using using scythes, I don't know. Lefon was like, "I'm not really gonna shit on you as much as I did Shane." And I but, did. And when Shane had the Drake sword, I treated Shane differently. We yeah, it's like, oh yeah, and that's Shane. what you said. But like, can we so, like, can we just confirm something? Because this keeps coming up, and like, I don't want another Rivers of Blood situation. So I just want to like, <laughs> I want to get this clear. <laughs> That Drake sword was used for like a quarter of a stream. <laughs> like I know, but that's why I and everyone that watches the stream, they'll know before I gave him the great sword how I treat. Well, before I showed him how to get it, and after how I got him, and or and then that when he had it and when he didn't have it, on how much I would change around him, especially when he went back through Blight Town, on how much I was just treating him. I was treating him differently. Like I, I will always treat you different. Yeah, because like with the. Because with that, like, I won't even lie. I, I was I was a little pissed off that night, to be honest. But with the with watching it, it was like, I'd watch LeFawn with Box. And it was like, Box would defeat Ornstein Swarm or whatever. And it was like, good job. Ah, nice. You did it. Or like, you know, after every tempest, it's like, ah, oh, you were close. And then I'm just like, turning over to me. <laughs> and yeah, no. It was just like, best way hey, was, uh, Shane, it was. Shane, you, you died. You, you did you did you see did you you, you died Shane you, did did you see that yeah. Shane did you know that when you die in the game you <laughs> die for real like well, you're oh, not gonna fully understand this until you watch the video I'm telling you you, you gotta like you no, I, ju I just thought of a fucking like sword art online reference there yeah if you thought, lose just... the fight you lose your soul <laughs> okay. Now, but, die when they're uh, yeah, them. Shane, the but, best way to describe it was because you went through it with a proper weapon and I didn't. Leifon treated me like the retarded little brother and he's just got a full... I was a condescending down. prick to you without being a condescending <laughs> prick. Yeah. He was like, oh, good job, bud. Oh, now let's go here. <laughs> I remember he sent me to um, where you first meet uh, Seif. Yeah. Uh, you know, Scaleless. Yes. Oh, yeah. I When I ended that stream that night... I sent him a message, and I still remember what I said to him. I'm pretty sure it was along the lines of, fuck you, Lathan. I'm fucking stuck. Because yep. I could not figure out where the fuck I was meant to go. <laughs> yeah. That was my redemption arc. And yeah. I still find it absolutely hilarious how I've got two people to get cursed. Let's go! Box, I'm surprised you even fell for that, to be honest. Like, I know, like, I know you, like, uh, you went through with it on your own. Like, it wasn't like me where you just fell into the hole. He, the fact he went into the fucking hole, by the way, and he just fucking killed them all, alright? Like, I thought if he fell into the fucking hole where all yeah. the basilics were, he'd still get cursed. But no, no, they just fucking didn't breathe. I don't know if they were no, going so... for a fucking challenge or some shit, but they just had to go, <gasps> like... Hey. Leaving there was playing a pacifist run. I wasn't, <laughs> but still, um, no, I didn't. The reason I fell for it was I didn't know curse was a thing. Yeah. I thought it was death blight. Oh yeah, it's a very specific death blight, and I really wish they would have brought it back in dark. I really wish they would have brought it back in Elden Ring. Really wish they would have. It would have been so hilarious. I don't know how well it would have fit in Elden Ring, to be honest. Like it's... it would have fit great, perfectly, even. Especially when Death Blight exploits were happening, it would have been perfect. Yeah, but it's like it's such a large 
map, like to like to go back to. I mean, I suppose you have the crisis and everything, but yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. So to anyway. be fair, the punishment from the curse is the exact same kind of punishment from Dark Souls 2 that I really don't like in the Dark oh, Souls series. Oh yeah. One shot, baby. I hope you have your humanity. No, it's not even oh, that. Fuck it, yourself. It, it's more about the fact that if you if you get killed by these uh, basilisk proc debility, I forgot how it's mm-hmm. called, but yeah, uh, it, it punishes it punishes you even further, like for it your whole you playthrough. It punishes yeah, you when from you die, it, of it course. You when you get cursed, it punishes yeah. you. Oh, this game was punishing. <laughs> but, but I mean, for example, you die, for so Dark Souls... You die messages, uh, fuck you, pussy. <laughs> like, I remember people literally, like, it was their first run in Dark Souls. Like, they they had the curse, and they didn't know how to remove it, so they literally re-rolled. Like, did another character. Or they just quit the game entirely. Yeah, exactly. Because having half of your health bar, it just feels too painful. Like, Especially when all the bosses, when almost all the bosses roll catch you. That's yeah. so weird, though. Because, like, I mean, again, like, I mean, it's it's something to come from someone who is literally just led to where the purging stones are. But the, like, the point where you get cursed in the game, or at least at the first point, like with the bastards, you have access to it. Yeah, it's very like arguably it's a very early game like yep so like mm-hmm. it's it's not even like that big of a massive backtrack or anything in my opinion no but you also along the way yeah, you but... already will have picked you, up yeah, already one point, them. So. Like, yeah you would have had to go well you could have i don't know if you had to but you could have gone to the, the the top bell tower first and you would have had access immediately if you talked to them so um yeah, I yeah before you go into the I series mean... you have two right places where you could have access to a purging stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have there's Oswald that, at the top of the gargoyles, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, that bitch that's in the sewers that scams you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. For five grand. It's crazy. Well, uh, okay. So we'll move on a bit from uh, Dark Souls 1 because we're oh, actually. Oh, no, I got one more thing to bring up. Okay, okay, yeah. The prize after killing Orenstein and Smoke. <laughs> the <Yes>. treasure. <laughs> Pray for chest. <laughs> Guinevere herself and all of her thickness. Rivers of Creation appreciate us hole. on that one. I, I don't, I, I don't I, understand that it, one. Was but... it Rivers of Cringe who told us to touch grass? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but uh, I think can we said, admit... I think he even said that in my stream. To be honest, That's I think he I'm was saying, there. Yeah. He was like, "You guys need to touch grass." That's what I'm saying. He, he wasn't there for my series. I'm talking about your one, yeah. But uh, oh. yeah, no. Uh, I just was like, so is that not a great re- reward after the hell that you just went through with Orange and Smoke? You'll even see it in the in the video uh, box and solo. Like after you, if you if you watch it, um, the Anerlando one at the end of it. Like as soon as I defeat Orange and Smoke, I'm so defeated. Like I'm just Lefon's like now, Shane, Shane, I'm gonna need you to go up that elevator over there, and I'm like Lefon, please. I can't die. Please don't send Jay, me to a trap. Just, like, I am on the verge Jay, of tears. I, Shay, trust me on this one. Trust me. Uh, don't sit at the bonfire. Just keep going. Don't, but I uh, gotta touch the bonfire. Don't sit at the bonfire. Keep going. You have binoculars, right? Yes. Pull them out. All right. Um, so. Yeah, that's exactly what I threw me. Because when I when I went through it, I beat him. 
I was really happy, but so fucking drained. Yeah. Like, fun just said, yeah, just keep going through it as you would, mate. I was like, all right, no problem. Went through it, got to the bonfire. Said, right, open that door. Opened it. I was like, do you have binoculars? <laughs> I, I was a happy boy that night. I even threw <laughs> out. Right. Like whenever I had to go back to fucking Anal Londo, I just would go back to there, pull out the binoculars and go my way as what I was, was as to what I was gonna do. Boys, uh Bloodborne fellas will understand this, right? I was hun- I had not a single doubt in my mind, Leifon. After that orange scene and smoke, when you told me to go up that elevator, in my head, before I even knew about this kind of situation, I was picturing a like living failures to Lady Maria situation. Like, I thought you were just <laughs> fucking sending me neck deep into shit. Like immediately after that, I was like, "What can I say? If, I like if I see white women, mist, I'm gonna fucking lose it." <laughs> and uh, the whole run again. I think that uh, a very off topic. I know, but uh, that lady, uh, not lady, Lady Sister Maria. Freed. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I yeah. think that's like the one time I actually fell for like oh third phase. I'm like, <laughs> all right, guys, very good. Why is she? <laughs> I remember up? when I remember I joined just as the credits were rolling for when you beat it. You hadn't done the DLC yet, <laughs> and I said, "Oh, have you beat the bitch with a feet out?" And you was like, "What?" Leif, I was a bit confused. And I said, "Oh yeah, she's got three phases." LA Falls like, shut the fuck up, he hasn't done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you were like, oh shit, oh shit. So speaking... So I'd, I'd... Oh, sorry, no, sorry, sorry. It's hard on Discord. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, so I just thought, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for it. <laughs> Only yeah, for you have streamed it while I was in work, so I couldn't fucking see it. Damn. And then I got you, I, then I got you in the third phase, and then me and Solo were just like, fourth phase? You're like, shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up. I, I wasn't ready it, to it believe phased, anything at that point. It faked you out because of the fact that you got a tight night slab, yeah. and then all of a sudden, it waited a couple seconds, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? And you see a health bar come back, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. I did it to you again from a deer, and you were like, shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> well, I mean, after, like, uh, after Sister Freed, I was like, anything's possible at this point. Like, I mean, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, cause I I got to third phase the first time. Um, yeah. So like, well, I that was thought, really impressive. Thank you. Actually, uh, it I I couldn't fucking do it again. <laughs> but like, I mean, it, it was it's crazy with me. Like, my first attempt on a boss is usually the best until like you know two hours later when I actually beat them. Cause I could not like, cause I I fought her for like what an hour and a half maybe I think that night. Yep. Um, roughly and then i came back the next day and i was in my head i was like okay i was getting through phase one and two pretty easily so if i just gonna practice third phase a little bit i might have this before work so i started like three hours before work i was minutes away from having to get changed and i was still struggling with the father in phase two and i was like why are you so aggro now like you just sat over there like a good little fucking spastic while i smacked your ass in call of duty (laughs) for like the fucking hour last night but now you're up and going like what is this shit he's Reggie Gigas he has slow start (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon references (laughs) hell yeah but anyway yeah that, that, that was a good fun so speaking of Dark Souls 3 I don't know how much you're going to get at this box. I'm going to try and, like, not put any lore kind of spoilers or any... Well, I mean, you, you might be up to... I don't know. Just... Havel is back in the game. Yes. I know that. 
Batman came back. Dun, 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 dun. I have all these Gwyn's friends. Yes, he is. Was. Uh, no. He is. he is. In his heart, yeah. he will always be alive. Hmm. I won't lie, I think... I'm sorry for going back to Dark Souls, but when... Like, I went in the fucking New Game Plus without realising it. <laughs> I ran back. I can't remember if I was still streaming or if I... No, I think I was off stream at this point. Hmm. I went back and killed Sif again. Just so I could see the limping thing, because I didn't do it on Live On. Yeah, and, and it broke my heart him. even more. It is, it's yep. so yeah. bad, right? I won't lie, I think I cried a little that night. But I went I was... back and rocked Havel's shit. I was so fucking glad. That fucker suffered. Can't stop the rock, baby. <laughs> now, I'm gonna make a point about Dark Souls 3, and I know we've had this conversation already, but I don't think we've had it on the podcast, so I just want to get that out there, because I played Dark Souls Easiest 3. Easiest game in the Dark Souls series. The bosses? The bosses, yes. <laughs> I know empirical data <laughs> suggests that it's closer than I originally thought between Dark Souls 3 and Dark Souls 1, but I still stick to how I felt during my first playthrough through it. I cannot imagine how in the ever-loving fuck people decided this game was the one for them at the start. You have minion and fake out bosses back to fucking back and back and back at the start of the game bro <laughs> like it's fucking ridiculous or at least the route i took it's because like again as we saw between dark souls 1 and dark souls 3 i can't remember the exact numbers there's no point in recounting the whole way through them but they were a lot closer than i thought but it's not necessarily the amount in the games it's the fact that it was like stacked it, at the beginning yeah yeah stacked at the beginning because it's not even like well, okay when you look at crystal sage in concept and deacons of the deep as well in concept deacons not too the hard deep is easy. right yeah it's not it's not actually that hard but it was just the thought of like i just want to fight one dude <laughs> like yeah. that's all i want to do i think i joined one of the, your dark Souls streams for dark Souls free oh yeah i think it was like one of the first ones i was able to catch and I can't quite remember where you was. Might but... be the Abyss Watchers, maybe, or something. I don't know. Uh, it was when I joined and I said, Oh, how you find the game? You just went, To be honest, Box, not very fucking well. <laughs> it's just bitch after bitch. <laughs> but that's the same fight. But guess what? There's another bitch right there <laughs> with him. <laughs> and then I, that must I don't Crystal know. Sage. How... That sounds like Crystal Sage. <laughs> I don't know how it went on afterwards because I think I was only able to catch like a few minutes of one of the other streams yeah. apart from like the end credits one that I was able to catch. <laughs> Very nice Which, music. Like, that yes. one completely <laughs> fucking threw me. It come up, Shane tore a stream and I was like, oh, he's just started a stream. I'll go watch it. I'm just watching the fucking credits. <laughs> the only reason that happens because I thought I was going for the ending I was looking for, but I didn't actually complete the quest line I needed for that. So we had like a whole confusion, and the only way for me to like oh, yeah. cut out of that was for me to, yeah. The only way for me to cut out of that box was to exit the game, and if you do that on PlayStation, it cuts the stream. So that that's that's why. Um... I remember your scream when it happened. I was like, like what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> and, and, I was like, and I was no, like I'm... so confused. I was like, what What does he want? <laughs> he wants the Henri ending. He wants yeah. that one. No, because for me, when he said, oh, I want the, the dark Age, of, yeah, Age, Age of, of Dark. dark. That, it like, I mean, the dark me. ending, I, I heard like the, the 
the age of dark so yeah. for me it was like eh, he 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 wants to do like the the quote-unquote frampton thing mm. from dark souls one where he goes mm. out the room and it becomes dark so i was like he wants the edgelord one <laughs> See, that was the thing but like i watched i saw the cutscene, not the whole thing but like i saw like the exit with like all the the hollows bowing and, yeah um but he like, starts from the fire yeah 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 but thing. like the whole everything was going dark so i just picked i just kind of put it together in my head i was like oh that must be the edge of darkness ending um but yeah anyway i'll so i'll get that eventually i've done two of the endings now so it's it's fine i will uh, ask Shane. With when I joined that time, how you wasn't feeling like too happy on the game. Yeah. After you played the full game, what was your actual thoughts on it? I enjoyed New DLC. Game Plus a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it only lasted five hours or something, but <laughs> Box, you can run through that game insanely quickly on New Game Plus. Like if you go for a strength build specifically, I think. Oh, but I, I mean, if you just have a good build, all the general, Dark Souls, yeah, all the Souls except two. I'm afraid yeah. I can't use a strength. I'm going to have to go Dex and Scythe again. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway. But yeah, I, I had a very, very rocky relationship with Dark Souls 3. Uh, like, I, I've come around to it now, obviously. In fact, I think the the lore of Dark Souls 3 is really, really cool. Like, I, I find myself, whenever I'm looking for, like, Dark Souls lore videos nowadays, I'm kind of looking for more of Dark Souls 3 ones than Dark Souls 1. Uh, not saying I don't like Dark Souls One any more than Dark Souls Three, like, but just in terms of the lore, because like the the third one, I feel like really wraps stuff up a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the whole point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Also, uh, just tossing it out there, that Gale fight at the end, I love that. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's why it's like. our yes, but from th- from Dark Souls Three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, they were like, mm, "We we inspired ourselves from the manga Berserk. How do we end the the series? Oh, let's put guts again, <laughs> again, because <laughs> <laughs> people were pissed off about the first DLC, Santa Claus Artorius. <laughs> people uh, were pissed off about the first DLC. Rightly so, though. To be fair, like when I got through that DLC, I was like, "Is that?" Is that seriously it? <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. I oh, the first DLC was a disappointment. Bro, bro like I, I they fought... added me in arena mode, which was yeah, I, I mean, it, which yeah. Just... it should have been there. Like yeah. I, I don't know why they keep adding these through DLCs. It, it, like after Dark Souls One, they should have understood that people likes to be in the arena to do PvP. Yeah, yeah. Or and it's go... the same thing over and over. Like, yeah, look how much. Up. Look how much time it took for Elden Ring. Like, uh, I mean, Iron Fort. I mean, Iron Fortress and Dark Souls Two PvP is fun. Yeah, but again, like it, it's the same way as we say Dark Souls Three. We go to what is the name of this place just after Pontiff Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, I know you're coming. Yeah, yeah, but it's before the backside, the backside of Pontiff's. Uh, yeah. Monster. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forgot the name of this area, but like there's, you know, there's the two lizards when you go out of the room, and people are doing fight clubs here. Mm-hmm. Really cool place to do it, too. A lot of fun. Especially for the hosts when they just collect embers. Yeah. And souls. Do not ever fucking mention Jean Pierre Polnareff in this <laughs> fucking 
call again. Silver the cherry note. Fucking fuck is happening. <laughs> I'm all, all I'm hearing here is white flags. Um, look, let's oh. just say I did not. What are you say, saying, like? Oh right yeah, Bo Oh yeah, Box isn't a JoJo fan. That's right. Forget. I uh, I didn't like Pontiff. <laughs> <laughs> I was here the whole time. You were there the whole time. That was a long ass fucking. That was a long stream. Just for yeah. I was trying so hard to be like, hey, you can do this, you, you can see this, you see, you see and you were about... getting pissed more and more, and I was like, <laughs> what can I do for him? You see what I mean, though? Like, I think my fawns learned this by now, but solo, you're only just seeing it. It's like, I'm very stubborn. Like, I will throw myself at a boss again and again and again. You, you know, know, for my first soul, I actually did this. Uh, I went to see the Great Wolf when I was level 25, mm. roughly. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, that was one of my first rage on a solo game. <laughs> uh, I remember fighting Sif for an hour and a half. And when you think about it, like the fight isn't even hard. It's just he's swinging one or two times, and then he backs up, and yeah. then sometimes he spins, and that's all. But like back in the days, like I was, but but I'm doing everything perfectly, and then he does a swing, it's pro catch me, and it one shots me, and it was like raging hard, and it was still going there, and it was such a long run. Oh yeah, it's a long run, and then you had Interlander later, which was even longer. Yeah. One thing I will say for Pontiff, right? Um, well, two things. Look like Disneyland. <laughs> Number one, that parry on the entrance to the fight is one of the most satisfying, satisfying parries. Satisfying fucking yeah. things. It's so fucking cool. Second, it was so satisfying <laughs> on New Game Plus One to go in with a fucking strength build instead of a dex and slap his ass from here to Jupiter <laughs> with a fucking <laughs> with a heavy sword. <laughs> you know that what? You saying that has just reminded me the most satisfying thing I discovered on Dark Souls is thanks to Leif on when I first entered Blighttown, I can parry with my hand. Mm, mm. That shit was fucking beautiful. I mean, in Dark Souls 3, you can actually turn around and still parry the person that's behind you. Yeah. Can I still parry with my hand? Yes. Uh, yes. In Dark okay. Souls and Dark Souls One, you can actually parry uh, friendly with your toes. Phantoms. You can parry friendly phantoms. Oh. <laughs> and that's a thing in the remaster too. Remastered, please pay me forty dollars. The, the double repost in Dark Souls. <laughs> That oh, was bullshit. Of, oh, no. Box got chain backstabbed. I was like, I you poor that, yeah. sap. You poor fuck. This is why I don't fucking do that horse shit. This is remastered. I'm paying $40 to get chain backstabbed again. Uh, I was like, man, where's Twop at now? By the way, totally like, understand that, but... he, had the, he had the alternate dimension experience of the, uh, the lava area invasion. Where like I don't think it's an NPC, it's an actual player, but like no, yeah, it was an actual player. Yeah. I try, I thought it was an NPC, so I was searching for him. Yeah, it, it turned out to be an actual player. So, like, I remember when the NPC or sorry, when the invader uh, came into like the the lava area while we were trying to figure out Solaire, 
Yeah. And uh, I would say, like, I kept seeing his health bar pop up every now and again. He'd lose, like, 20 HP here and 100 HP there. And at one point, the fucker, the poor fucker, like, he's looking for me for a solid 10 minutes while I'm just sat there watching his health bar pop up and down. <laughs> and he just gave up. He must have done because he just started running through the lava. And I just see the damage start multiplying <laughs> up to, like, 800. <laughs> but uh, in this universe, Leifon... Uh, Box was able to kill him. Nice. Yeah, I got fucking destroyed by him. But Unlike what Box kind of, couldn't... What happened right. for me a little bit, though, Leifon, is when I got attacked by that fella, I was still wearing the ring for the lava. I didn't notice. Because I, I switched out my Havel ring for the lava one. So mm-hmm. I went to roll away after he got his first hit on me, and I just ended up fat rolling in all my Havel armor. <laughs> I ended up dying immediately. <laughs> Fat roll. Yeah. What happened in my dimension? They finally made it over to me after I went in the lava, so they knew where I was. Yeah. It was on like the p- tree path that I needed to go to. They looked at me, drank the flask, <laughs> ran at me, swung this big fuck off sword, and I parried them and killed them. No, it was ah. Oh. It it I want to say, it's, it's, that, it's that big stone. Is it the Swyhander? It looked like a big yeah, no, I'm pretty sure stone great sword. You got invaded by somebody with the Swyhander before. I'm surprised nobody said it to you that that like, was my weapon. Um, yeah, no, they I, instantly got parried and fucking killed. I'm pretty sure it was there in the lava area. I'm still pissed off that Shane just splatted fucking Andre of a store with Swyhander. <laughs> it's so and I, I showed you the video of Andre of Astora, the blacksmith, fucking drop-kicking Haviland next year. I still understand his strength. It, it's, it was just funny to me in the moment because, like, we had such a build-up box. I, I don't know how far you are in the, the Dark Souls series. I don't know what point you'd seen up to. Uh, just after Seth. Just after Seth. Okay. okay. So, um, Lefon spent, like, a lot of the time telling me that about Andre and, like, uh, his strength difference, like, with Havel and how he could kick Havel's ass and shit. Um... And so said no. at the very end of the game, I was like, fuck it, we'll, we'll hit Andre and see what happens. So I cook up him. a double-handed, heavy, overhead smack with this Y-hander, and Andre just goes, <laughs> he's just dead. He heard my disappointment. I was just, like, so sad. Which, because everything I remember just you telling quiet. me something. Yeah. I remember you telling me something the other day, Trader. I can't remember which it was, but you went to hit, like, you was told off Lafon to hit an NPC. It's hilarious. And you, <laughs> you, you asked if you, you should hit it um, heavier light. with a light attack or a heavy <laughs> attack. He looked and you was double-handed, ready to heavy attack. <laughs> do you remember that? Uh... Yes, I do. <laughs> I know that clip like off by R. It go it goes like a uh light or heavy? Uh, fucking light. What what are you, what are you doing, two hand? What the fuck are you doing, two hand? You're going to kill him <laughs> It it's just like it was such raw emotion. <laughs> like you genuinely it was such a mixture of like fear panic and anxiety yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, sorry, back to Dark Souls 3. Um, my overall thoughts of it, right. I think the beginning of the game, I still, like, even on, like, a new game plus kind of build. Like, I mean, first of all, can we all agree? I, I think it's got the worst tutorial out of the lot. I don't think it. Dark Souls 3? Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it trains you very well. Like, I mean, you just kind of it has like one of the it has one of the one of the best tutorial bosses. No, I, I mean don't for mean... the tutorial boss, uh, I I'll mean, like, agree. Part, but yeah. for I don't yeah, mean the, the before boss. part, saying, like, I actually actual... agree yeah. with yeah, Shane. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. pretty if you it it's not straight. No. I mean, if you think about about it like this, I mean everything that you learn. You can te- you can then try everything that you learned in the early area that you one shot, and take it over to the blue crystal demon and just test it out. True, he's there I to th- kick your ass. True, but I, th- but I actually... feel like it sets you up for like a false expectation sort of thing. It's like, oh, I'm just uh, bang, 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 bang. Oh, this thing kills me. Well, kind of like an Elden Ring where you're just fighting everything and you see the tree sentinel and he just kills you. <laughs> well, no, because Elden Ring gives you the the cave and you fight soldier godric first if you need yeah, actually God. i missed it the best like, character really. in all of elden ring bro soldier godric can destroy all of us okay soldier uh, fucking I, goat rick I, I, I saw a mod called rig the soldier of god <laughs> I, <laughs> which actually changes <laughs> his moveset i died to the soldier of godric because i tried to parry him with my crossbow or my my bow <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, Bloodborne style. This I, isn't Bloodborne, man. You can't just post that. <laughs> See, no, Box, I, Box I hasn't even seen my Elden thing yet. Like, it's the start of it is so cursed. I think I told Shane about it. This is a while ago. I got one of my friends who's never played any, like, any FromSoft game whatsoever to play Elden Ring. I told him to, like, just so he gets used to knowing how to hit things, mm-hmm. go down to tutorial, like, part. Unironically, while playing his best, he died to Soldier of Godric seven times. I mean, it's not for everyone. It's really it can be very difficult for someone that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. That's true. I mean, uh, Solo, don't you have someone right now that's never hold, held a controller their entire life that's actually playing second? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been talking about it before, like the start of the podcast, and yeah, and I'll say she's struggling. Is there... But I mean, okay. it's normal. Oh, very true. I mean, like, I went through a bunch of the Souls games before even going into Sekiro, and I still, like, I mean, it's a hard game, but it's such a good game. Yeah. Um, not looking. Oh, it's starting up. They don't have scythes in that one, so you'd be stuck with a katana. I know, I'm forced with a katana on that one. God damn it. Such a good Wait game. until I've somehow glitched the game, game files and you tune in and I'm just hold the scythe. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's what? an enemy with a scythe in the game. I'd love to see uh, it like where it's not even animated, no. like it's just like a PNG, like dragging. Yeah, over. that's what I was gonna do. Yeah. Like when I do record it, like stream it, you'll just be a normal katana on the stream. But when I put it in like a video series, I'm gonna have a PNG scythe track every movement of that katana. <laughs> please, 
please leave the uh please leave the PNG like background on it. Like don't even just don't even take out the fucking... Don't even make it transparent. Full fucking yeah. like white background yeah. just covering the character. <laughs> like have the stock image shit go crazy no, as well. Uh, speaking of it, like I I've been thinking about it because I'm like you guys maybe know that I'm really into arts and mm. of course like sometimes I just wander around on different sites like pc art station whatever right and there's actually someone who did a prosthetic size for sekiro and the concept i found actually really cool so i'm gonna I'm just throw it you're gonna throw it in the podcast chat there it is yeah I oh did. that's sick as fuck oh damn okay Oh, uh, I see some really Garmin. Awesome. I see some Garmin side stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, and like the guy even oh, like, like this are so talented, gave man. they they oh, gave I'm passes good. and stuff like gameplay wise how he could act. Yeah, yeah, they... Oh, what the fuck does this say? I wish That's that was sick in the game. Fuck. Dangerous weapon that can be used for deflecting damage and swift attacks, which can bypass enemy defense. Roboto. You could mod that though. Uh, there are people who murdered it, and I don't remember if I showed, like, one of the moves from the mod, but there's the modder of LMTSR who actually created a whirlwind slash that deflects okay. attacks huh. around you. Did I hear Emerald uh, This is so off topic, I'm sorry for this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just looking Same. at Discord. And it just says Leifon's been playing Google Chrome for an hour. <laughs> it's quite a good game. I don't know what your problem is. Uh, so that allows me to, if I want to like have buddies to like watch Amazon movies with, I have I can have, automatically have it set up that way. Same with Crunchyroll. Right. Uh, to go through Dark Souls Three again, just I'm just trying to stick with Dark Souls yeah. Three for a little bit. Um, yeah. So Dark Souls One. <laughs> So anyway, Dark Souls 2 is better than Dark Souls 3. I don't really know if I've answered some of the stuff that, like, you guys may have thought of before going into Dark Souls mm -hmm. 3, because I know, like, you had thoughts, and, like, I know I've said a lot of stuff while playing Dark Souls 3 that, like, some of it I might take back or go more lenient on. I know I've been quite open about the fact that I was very harsh in Dark Souls very. 3 going right into it, but I feel like, again, like, there was some of it that wasn't necessary for sure, but I think when you... Again, when you try and hold that title of the best Souls game, and you know, I've it's played... gonna cause some critics. Exactly, it's gonna like some... you, you, you so, can't, I, that's like asking to... to be fucking you know like world champion at something, so, and it's like okay, I, you better fucking you better rise to the plate then. So, um, I, can I speak on this one a little, little bit? Yeah, so yeah go for it, and uh, it. I'll, I'll go after. Okay, and then so I'm gonna add. So for people. So it goes Dark Souls 1, sorry, Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 2, Scarlet for Sin, Bloodborne, and Dark Souls 3. For people that don't have that ability to get a PlayStation, they miss Bloodborne. So for people that fucking hated Dark Souls 2, but love Dark Souls 1, or want to have something that isn't fucking Dark Souls 2, they absolutely love Dark Souls 3 and how much it changes the formula and actually improves yeah. tries to improve something that didn't That's need to exactly improve. what I want. It's like, oh, look at that. It's Dark Souls 3. Oh, you see that reference to Dark Souls 1? Oh, that's the reference to Dark Souls 1. Look at that. Oh, look There's at There's a reference Lana. of Dark Souls 2. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's actually, that's pretty valid. Um, yeah, that's pretty valid. 
that's fair. I never, it, thought, I never considered that to be fair. Yeah, for for me, it, it actually is biased a little bit toward the fact that you did Elden Ring before, because exactly when you're doing the games like chronologically, like you're literally leaving the time, you see how much gameplay-wise it improved, and you're like, oh hell! Like some people were kind of like. Pushed back toward the fact that it wasn't as, let's say, strategic as Dark Souls One, because they sacrificed this aspect of the game for more fast-paced, dynamic yeah. fights, mm-hmm. of course. And yeah, sure. Like when you come back from from Elden Ring, who already has the fast uh, the fast pace, it has tons of weapon arts, tons of magic, tons of everything. Yeah, sure. Like retrospectively you're like eh i mean i've seen this already yeah yeah and that's and that's the exact same way like if people played and my experience uh probably for demon souls pretty soon uh, if people play the other souls before demon souls they will arrive on demon souls and be like wait it's exactly like this yeah, because they took it from Demon's Souls. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, you got to see a little bit from the Blade of... Uh, from from Melania, when you're like, oh, wait, and you I saw Lady Maria, and you're like, wait, oh, that's the attack from her. It's like, yeah. yeah. And they were oh, correcting wait. it. And then, oh, wait, this actually was from Sekiro 2. Exactly. Yeah. The water flow dance is literally the cloud passage from, <laughs> from Sekiro. <laughs> I feel like the monk in uh, Sekiro is also quite similar to Pontiff. Uh, the monk. Mm-hmm. Some of his the like, true role, monk or the the, the, the true monk. Yeah, because like, role catching moves yeah, yeah. swings out. Uh, well, so... actually, um, in Dark Souls Three, they have is it Phylink Shrine? Yeah, yeah. They still yep. called the Phylink Shrine. Yep. Yeah. So that's like your hub area in that game, and uh... yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what was your opinions on, like, that whole area? That's actually a good question. I actually, I saw a video uh, kind of talking about this uh, today, actually. Um, the area itself, considering the fact I didn't interact with the NPCs too much, I, I don't know what opinions I can give. The secrets in terms of, like, the tower, there's, like, a tower to the right-hand side and uh, some stuff on the roof that I... Don't know if I really fully investigated, like, the, the bird's nest uh, and the path up to it. The design of it is really nice. Like, I, I love the, like, the ruined kind of look to it. It's kind of got a similar vibe to, like, a lot of the architecture in Ireland, actually, um, which is kind of what I like about Elden Ring's uh, areas and their architecture, because it's quite similar. It It's... It worked well for the lore, but I don't know if I would put it up there. Like, if I was to rate the ones that we have. So, the reason I was asking that is because at some point you're going to be doing Dark Souls 2, if I'm right in saying. Yes, I know a lot of people think that one is really, really good. There's an area in there, and I think I'm saying it right by calling it Medulla. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Medulla, exactly. That place, from what I've seen... Is so beautiful. It's breathtaking. I've, I, I I've cannot wait things, yeah. to play it just to experience Majuli like for myself. Mm-hmm. But that place is breathtaking. 
Yeah, there's a little monument where you can see how many times people died. Really? <laughs> Wait, what? Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I am looking forward to seeing that. I heard things about, uh, about that too. However, for the time being, and this might even be a bit of a surprise to uh, Lefon a little bit, and, and Solo, I'd actually rate... I'd put Dark Souls 3, and again, they're not bad, but mm -hmm. I would say from worst to best in the games I've played so far. I'm not going to count... Actually, no, fuck it, I am. Uh, Demon Souls <laughs> is going to the fucking bottom. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck that stairway uh that's going to the fucking bottom second which last stairway? which one uh just any of them just the fucking just any <laughs> and any building. place where there's stairs yeah like literally the, the balls they have to make me climb three four fucking flights of stairs to find a fucking orphan is ridiculous but anyway um yeah so i put that at the bottom but besides that i'd actually put at second last i put the dilapidated temple yeah, it's pretty simple, and it there's is, nothing it? to it. Yeah, like I like the design; it's nice and all, but like you really don't, re you don't have to spend much time there, and you very rarely have to actually interact with it. I feel like the only thing I really went back there for, apart from like giving uh, tools to the sculptor. Yeah, to the sculptor. Yeah, uh, the mm -hmm. only other reason I really went there was to actually interact with the training fella, who is a nice. Mm -hmm. That is a nice add-on, I will say, and I yeah. think the. This is completely irrelevant, but the the feature that they added on much later uh, for refighting the bosses from oh I think that is a brilliant idea, and I wish it was yeah. But it's not even from Dilapidated Temple. You can do it from oh, no, whatever yeah, the can, idol. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a bit irrelevant, but um, I, I just want to point that out. Uh, uh, the only cool thing about the Dilapidated Temple is the fact that, like, of course, it's one of the do we say eavesdrop point? I, I forgot, like, when you're spying on people. Uh, yeah. It's one of them that leads to my favorite ending, and it revolves around uh, the sculptor and Emma. Oh, for Demon Hatred? Uh, no, not at all. Like, oh. to fight the the father, like, from the past. Oh, yeah. For yes, the purification yes, yes. ending. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, this like if you come like just before killing Divine Dragon and spy on the sculptor, you can actually have different interaction with the the old lady next to the Demon of Hatred area, where like she speaks about the lore, and Sekiro has really interesting interaction with the Demon of Hatred himself. I really like it. But yeah, compared to the other like HUD mm -hmm. of of any other souls, it's dual. Yeah. I kinda wanna say. Yeah. There's nothing to it. I agree. And it's kinda sad to say because I really do like Sekiro. But again, that's not putting anything against any of these games. So uh Demon Souls, Sekiro. I think I'd put Dark Souls three after that. Again, nothing really wrong with it, but I just to me it's it's alright. Um, the air, the area is cool and it looks nice when like the, the all the skulls are on the thrones, but that's mm -hmm. that's not really there to the end. Um, then after that, I would probably I'm trying to remember if I miss any. I would say 
I'd say Bloodborne's one because of the aesthetic. It looks really cool. You have access to the uh, to the catacombs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the, the whole mist aesthetic is really nice, but I think that's it's unavoidable. But I don't think it looks as great graphically. That's the only reason I'm downing it a little bit, and that's just that's just a reality. I feel like it, it's just budget wise, it's just it's not really its fault. Uh, so I put it at third. And then second, I'd put the round table hold. I think it just looks really cool. I like the aesthetic. I like how many, like, different uh, rooms and, like... I just kind of like how expanded it is. Yeah, I'm not as hyped about this hub, actually. That's fair. Uh, number one, I think, is Firelink Shrine from Dark Souls 1, though. Yeah, I, I uh, really for me, it's that. I... totally... This place, like, just for the reason, it solely looks the only safe heaven from the game. True, true. Uh, I just like <laughs> how it, like, really feels like it links to everywhere. Like, to yeah, it truly does link to yeah. everywhere, because no matter where you go, it somehow leads you back there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love about it. Uh, it's brilliant map design. Leifon, you're, uh, you're... No, you haven't pitched... Here, you got any you got any thoughts on those? The doll from Bloodborne is not evil. <laughs> He's trying to trigger me. The doll is evil, <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> she keeps you prisoner with her waifu ways. She turns you into turns what? me into a tentacle. <laughs> she turns you to a Wait, I can be a, tent- a doll. Okay. Even to a even a doll. Should it please? Oh, you? Hold, hold on, hold on. She turns you into a tentacle. New kink involved. Look, <laughs> uh, Now, solo number one. No one asks why. So, Don't worry about it. You. Boys, anything else on Dark Souls 3 you want to you wanna pop in here or ask or kind of go over? Because this is kind Not of. Not on Dark Souls 3, but I don't know if Leifon and Solo know this, but Shane's learning to speak Alvinoric. I am. Oh, really? With, he's just bought, he's recently oh. bought, um, I think only two of them have arrived so far, am yeah. I right? Yeah, yeah. Two of them were pre-orders um, and two of them were... Uh, uh, I have one thing one... about Dark Souls 3, actually. Oh, so. go on. I'll let you go No, first. no, no. Well, well, uh, well, finish the... since box you were in, into Yeah, it. box in the middle, so yeah. we'll just let box finish and then solo you. Yeah. So, two books have arrived. One's the Souls Art book and one's the You Died book. Which... Both from the picture that Shane sent. Shane, I don't know if you want to send like a picture into the uh, podcast chat of them. Uh, if you still got phone. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. For anyone but audio. just from like the covers, or, they look really fucking good. They do, man. Have you seen the other two? I've not yet, no. Okay. I know one of them was supposed to be like artwork of what people thought was going to be of Elden Ring. Is that the Souls art book? That is, yeah, that's the Souls art. I think it's actually more than just that. I think because I, I flipped through it a little bit when I got it, and I think there's like some Sekiro, like I saw a bit of like Sekiro kind of design in there, so it might be overall, but I think the main idea was to be Sekiro or um, yeah, to be. That's overall. what I was going to ask about it. So I was assuming that you would have had a flick through them. So, so far from you having, like, a flick through, what are your thoughts on them? They're gorgeous. They're really gorgeous. And they all have, like, it's not just a picture book or something like that. Like, it's not, like, a, it's not just solely, like, a fan art. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it's not just solely a fan fuck art. Off, kind of thing. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, right, we're ending the podcast on that. Fuck you. <laughs> I can't Go find ahead, the so. picture I took of, like, the the two books. That, so, I've just, I've just sent a picture of like all four of them from the website um 
so this souls art one here anyone on video uh watching this is basically it, it gives you a picture that's made from the community or kind of kind of fan art that was kind of thought up to be what would be represented in Elden Ring before the game came out, and you can kind of compare it to what it is now versus what people expected. Um, but this includes, like, characters that were kind of created from people's imaginations and just things that were kind of construed from the lore. So for every piece that's there, there's actually, like, a short story or, like, a little piece on it. And not not just, like, a couple of sentences. Like, it's a good paragraph or two paragraphs, you know, talking about uh, the area and, like, how it would... Uh, how it would look or like how it would like fit into the soul's lore. It's like, oh yeah, this uh, this is like say area X because it has this design and it, because it has this design, it would be like to this, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and um, so the You Died book. Yeah. I don't know much of it. From the pictures they just sent there, it says Dark Souls Companion. Yes. Is it like a guidebook to Dark Souls or is it something... Is it something completely different? So it's actually both. It's a guide, but it's uh, it goes over so much of the lore and the quest lines and stuff that I feel like it can be pretty much considered to be like a book on the lore itself. Uh, ah, so it's basically Leif on as a book. Pretty much, actually, yeah. I, I didn't not talk that. about fucking hands. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, these two down here, all of them I can't wait to read, but uh, these are going to be books that I'm going to be going over and over and over again, though. But this one here has caught my interest the most. It's the Abyssal Archive. And that is, like, as you can see, like, it's two it's two or three books there. But that is actually supposed to be the entirety of, like, the Dark Souls 1 to 3 lore. Um, oh, really? Yeah. See, when you send them in, that one caught my eye. I was like, Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering obviously... if that was going to be other law, so I'm glad you covered that. Mm -hmm. And so... then obviously the Blood Echoes would be Bloodborne, so I'm, I'm interested to read up on that as well. Uh, I love the design so... of the red on that. It's very crimson. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back to Dark Souls 3 real quick. So you said you had something on Dark yeah, Souls 3? Yeah. yeah, I want to say that ends down Dark Souls 3, Ring City is the best DLC. Uh, yeah, I think, I think the Ring City is really cool, especially, again, from a lore perspective, like, I'm, I, I can't say how much I'm loving the lore of the series, like, I'm really getting into it, and that'll kind of bring me to a, a point. And you're right, that, that's exactly, like, uh, the difference between people who, for me, missed the point of Dark Souls and the people who didn't. Mm-hmm. I think so, uh, we also throw in the fact that uh, there's just a random dragon arm just sitting out in the middle of freaking water and just, just sitting out there randomly, menacingly, that Shane or missed. Look, I was too busy dealing with Twitch mods. Uh, <laughs> hey, you can't steal that joke. That was my joke. Yeah, that was a really good joke, man. <laughs> uh I did, did I ever kill that bitch? I did. Yeah, I got I got the fuck. Yeah. I got the bitch. Yeah. Eventually. Um so god. We're going to make a quick pit stop to a point that I actually added in while we were talking and then I'll fall, I'll finish up on the final bit that I want to talk about. So mm -hmm. 
just a quick look at scenery. Now, Box, I know you're only going to have... That's a face and a half. <laughs> I know you're going to have only two points of, of reference here, but um, just feel free to like pitch in on whatever. Uh, what? <laughs> Box's picture. <laughs> That's just no concepts. Just dropped a picture into the podcast chat. <laughs> Okay. I, all right. Look, it's fuck I, I, I see it. I see. I see her wink. Can she really no, wink? It's the smile. Wink? It's the smile. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have a a left eye. That's what I was saying. I was like, can she really blink or wink? She be no. Just, just the closing smile that her does eye. it for me. <laughs> um. That's that's the face she she pulls when you just let her die at, <laughs> instead of doing the fucking path of chaos. <laughs> Oh, I love this. It's beautiful. <laughs> okay, so as you were saying, Train, about um, yeah, the architecture. So yeah, the scenery more so. Uh, what areas would you guys say? And this can be across the whole Soul series. What ones like are the ones where you wish you could like see it for the first time again, or like you know you walked around the corner and oh. it's just like whoa. Oh my God! There's so many. There bro. are, yeah. I, I just want to hear the first few that well, come to the top of your head. So, so I know don't think too I hard. Know. Absolutely. Yep. That, <laughs> every fucking time, that is the first thing that comes to my head. Lefon? Well, Box. I'm thinking. I said it before because I wish I experienced it firsthand like playing it, but obviously because I've not played the game yet. Medjula for one of them. The which? Uh, Medjula from... Two. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. Wait but till you play through Sekiro, man. There's some gorgeous The two from, uh, well, two things from Elden Ring. When you first see, like, that through that crack of uh, Lindell. Mm-hmm. And when you, like, look over and you see Oliver, Leona, like, Lake's yeah. Leona. Yeah, I was thinking Lindell, about this way, one. It's, it's very uh, overlooked. I will say, though, one that like we, I remember mentioning it last time, like briefly, because we all completely forgot about it. But the place I'd want to witness first time again was like when you first go see Placidus X, and it's just <laughs> fucking like a floating organ in the sky. Yeah, but Placidus X is more like of a boss arena. Yeah, but well, like the still, whole transition like, is still great. Time. We can't forget about the lift down to the Eternal Cities either. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, the Eternal Cities are great. So I think of two areas for me. Castle Kanehurst. Okay, interesting. Uh-huh. First time. Uh-huh. And the area, uh, the Iron Keep DLC. When you go <laughs> walking across the chains. That area yeah, is true. beautiful. That they reuse in Elden Ring, by the way. Now, Opposite of scenery, which one, if there is one, and I'm hoping you do have an answer, I'd say you do. I do. Before you go into replaying a Souls game, right, what is the one area that makes you go, do I have (laughs) one, or can I say two? Go go two if you have to. Shrine of Amana and fucking... (laughs) And frigid outskirts from Dark Souls 2. <laughs> They're both from Dark Souls 2, and I agree. 
Um, <laughs> you, you know what pony... I'm slowly like, wanting to not play Dark Souls 2 now? <laughs> Shrine of a Bot is just a bullet hell and fucking Fridge Dowskers is my little pony fucking horse shit. So back up on Box, uh, the Blight Town thing, uh, for me it was really it's, even it's worse. Blight Town and more the Poison and Lake at the bottom. Yeah, but for... Like for me, it was terrible because of the fact of the low FPS. optimization FPS was, thing. Oh my god, it you was were going disgusting. there like ten. You were going through there at ten to fifteen FPS, man. If you were lucky. Jesus. Yeah, and like people might think, oh, the PC part it should have been more stable. No, it was worse. <laughs> Dude, they were using the they were using. Oh, do we want to talk about the keyboard bindings? How you, in order for oh, you no, to roll, I, you have to I, press I, J, shift J, and then use your freaking your mouse and and putting whatever in direction you. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the binding. Nobody plays keyboard mouse. That's all we know. So for me, I haven't played through uh, Dark Souls two, so I've got to give. Personally, I didn't. I don't actually mind Blight Town too much. Like again, it's. It's definitely not the most pleasant area to go through, especially for your like first time seeing it. But um, you're going to say the depths, aren't you? No, no, no. I'm not even thinking Dark Souls One. There's there's two areas that really? I'm going to say. Caleb, uh, uh, I fucking hate going through Caleb. Really? Oh, you mean Brazil? You know those those, those, you know those stupid fucking birds peck my fucking ass every time. <laughs> God, that is that's. I will say this about Kayla, and Solo can probably vouch for me. It is a scene that just looks like it's straight out of Berserk. It looks yeah. beautiful in that regard, but it's absolutely terrifying. Okay, okay. And uh, what box were you going to say? Something. I'm, I'm just. I'm trying not to. I was going to say Kayla's overhated, man. Nah, it's bro, fucking amazing. Nah, bro, I fucking hate Kayla. <laughs> um, but then secondly, uh, I fucking hate. I, I'm going to say like the wrong name for it, but when I say it, you're going to completely understand what I mean. Uh, the Gun Fortress in Sekiro. <laughs> what? <laughs> I fucking hate it. And not only do I hate it, I hate the fact that they had the fucking cojones to put a fucking mini-boss in between the fucking towers. Oh, the snake eye. Oh, what about uh, the drop where if you just run it... What about the part where if you make it through all that and there's just a hole in the bridge and if you don't notice it, you just fall yeah i know that one. i mean if you fall through you can actually grapple hook so it's that's actually i've never made it across the bridge i always fall i then i grapple like from there that's how i got that's why you had so many spiritual emblem you're never using your prosthetic (laughs) no i was it's just i bought 700 or 800 because jack at the beginning was like oh spirit emblems are harder to get a hang of like because they go up in price later in the game so get as many as you can i was like Oh, okay. So I bought 800, and he's like, no, 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 not that fucking many. <laughs> I will say, I only mentioned Blight Tower for Dark Souls, but for Elden Ring, you said Kaled, which mm-hmm. is kind of valid, to be honest, but Consecrated Snowfield. I, okay, I, that's, 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 an, that's an interesting point. Okay, right. So... Which, Oh, actually, of, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay, I can see what you... Sorry, I was thinking the other side. I was thinking of um, Mount Top of the Oh, Day. you were thinking Mount of the Giants. Yeah. No, I've seen a very, like, good video. I can't remember where, like, who it was from, but they basically modded the game and turned Elden Ring into a horror game. Oh, I thought you were going to so, say they took out that area. Ev- <laughs> no, everything was, um, like, every enemy. Like, like, 
every like movable character in the game was um been ran- randomized so you could like walk through oh, okay. and where it'd be like a fucking deer or a rabbit would be like estelle have you seen where but every enemy made... is melania oh yeah. yeah but they made it worse so you know how you can't say fuck all in consecrated snowfield really yeah they made it so that was everywhere in on the game. Not only that, but they also took off the fact you could where graces were, so you couldn't see where they were on the map. So they completely blacked out the map as well. I'm gonna add a special mention here. Um, I don't know if anyone else has this, but I fucking hate doing that parkour bit down through Volcano Manor, like through like the clockwork kind of section, like the mm. anyone want? Mm. Yeah, that. I, just, I don't enjoy that at all. Like, because if you fuck up once, you're going all the way back to the top again. It's like, so Elden Ring for me is very forgettable. Damn. For me, okay. I Tweets I can only like remember like so many places, and I, I I'm just like it's not as like memorable as say Dark Souls one, two, or three. That's fair. Bloodborne, uh, Sekiro. It's probably more I, memorable I just... for us because we yeah you know, it's our first one. But Demon Souls, even I remember a lot of those areas, and put came in there later. Mm-hmm. So that's it's not like Bloodborne, where I know where everything is at. Now and oh, sorry, was there more? Uh, nope. it, it's rather small, but in Elden Ring, I would say Lake of Rot. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, like when when I saw it, I was like, "You talking about the one in?" It, Caleb or yeah. Caleb or the one in like Halic Tree before Millennia. Halic Tree. Uh when you had to run through in order to get to uh Estel. Yeah. Estel? Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about this one. And I'm like I swear to God when I saw it, I was like, it's literally here just to be here. Like And then there's also a uh a Halic Tree uh bo- mini boss in the fucking rot. Yeah. And I'm like, what? This is like not fair. Why? Why is this guy here? And you got all oh, these yeah. fucking pin tricks and soldiers something. That confused the fuck out of me, Lefon, because I don't know whether like it was a patch or something, but I was able to roll through that my first time through. And then after that, like my the the second time I went through Elden Ring, I couldn't roll through or run through the the Lake of Rot. I will say though, with like the Lake of Rot, I feel like in Dark Souls and like the Poison Lake, I'd say is worse than the Lake of Rot in Elden Ring for the sole fact in Elden Ring you have access to fucking Bloodhound Step. Yeah, but I mean, to be honest, like even when you were saying like the poison down at the bottom of uh, Blight Town, I don't feel like it makes a massive difference. Like, uh, like once you're poisoned, it's like okay. Like whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, it's poison. There is scarlet rot. Yeah, like I mean, compared to like toxin or scarlet rot or something like that, like that, I could understand that. But I, poison doesn't. The really actual poison, me. the actual poison itself, isn't the problem. It's more the fact of the slow moving in yeah, like such fair. a hostile area. The sludge, yeah, that's fair. With the rocks being thrown at you, I could understand. Yeah, you can actually get a ring to actually negate all of that. Good to know. Of course, you can. <laughs> And of course, you didn't tell me about it. Because it's a pain in the ass to get. Uh, okay. Last thing on scenery before we go into our final point. Uh, what is an area in any Souls game? And I wanted, I want you to really, really try to just make it one, right? 
Mm. All right. One area that you feel out of all the Souls games is the most to you. It doesn't have to be like necessarily community-wise. Just you personally, you find it offensive, right? That people, offensive? yeah, offensive. That like people hate it so much. So, oh. uh, that oh. people hate that you really like. Shrine of Amana. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he hates it, but he loves it. You know, yeah, like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, be molested here. And oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what people's opinions are on it, but I really enjoyed Sense Fortress. I don't. I don't know if that's a controversial uh, opinion. I think that's. Yeah, have a normal one. Yeah, pretty decent. But as for a more controversial, Kaled is the best area in Elden Ring. Okay, go fuck yourself. Damn, <laughs> at least he's like holding his ground on that one. I mean, yeah, I, you, know, you, you can, can die that. in your Scarlet Rot Hill, whatever. But um, I'm fucking right. Well, for me personally, I I think um, I really, really, really like Mountain Top of the Giants, and I I know like it may not be hated in terms of like fighting the enemies or whatnot but like it i feel like the more hate for mountain top of the giants is it compared to the rest of the game empty. it seems like the most barren that's, that that's exactly yeah that's the critique i was gonna address it's like I, I i addressed in the last one as well but i'll just make a quick point on it it's like everyone calls it empty and yeah fair enough it is a lot more empty compared to the rest of the game but like i consider it and i'm like a direct comparison to say the likes of like shadows uh, shadow of the colossus where like the whole thing is empty apart from the bosses that you have to fight. But that's the idea. It's like, you know... I feel, yeah, I feel like without the aesthetic of it being yeah, empty, but... it wouldn't be as... Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's the exact same as Consecrated Snowfield and that kind of thing. It's like, if it was if it was meant to be lived in, there would be people there constantly. But like uh, to me, it gives you the idea of like, okay, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, but the thing with like uh, Shadow of the Colossus is just pretty much like the whole game long that you feel this... Yeah, but I don't. It's barren. See... It's dead. It's a forbidden land. Yeah, but I don't see why that can't necessarily be put into a Translate. specific area rather than the whole game itself. If anything, I feel like it's a more ballsy idea to put it into a whole game than one area itself. So I don't see why one can be accepted and not the other. Again, uh, it's just an opinion. Well, yeah, I, I, I think I get it, but it's really like. The, the fact all... that since it's a late game aria, it, it just really felt like they didn't have time to make it like actually full of secrets or whatever, and it's just there. No, it's and it leads to a better aria. Yeah. To be fair, people <laughs> you know spend the... so little time up there. There may still could be secrets up there. I mean, everyone just kind of wants to get out of that area, so maybe there could still be stuff there. I mean, I've been wondering for all fucking day <laughs> in the blizzard searching for stuff oh, you know, God. yeah i was like is there really something because i was curious and no it was just there and i was like yeah i should blast blast through the aria again that's fair. and never I... come back and again to each their own that's perfectly fine i just feel like from a I think I see the games through a different standpoint than you guys are, or like maybe some of you. Box, you seem to kind of get my point a little bit. Um, yeah, I feel like because we've had such similar experiences, we kind of understand each other's point. Whereas, yeah, Solo and Leifan are a lot more. I can say that they're a lot more veteran towards the game. 
like I'm looking at it from like a from from like a story perspective, whereas I feel like you guys are looking at it from a gameplay perspective, which is fair. It's a game, but uh, I don't know. I just I don't mind it having an empty area like that. Especially yeah, when so much of the game you, is already yeah, but it, uh, like it's the exact. I, I think I talked about it like in the previous podcast, but like Assassin's Creed Origin having like a giant desert with nothing in it like isn't very interesting. Like. You see a big desert, but you're never going in it. So what's the point of having the desert? Just make it a scenery, and that's all. True, but I feel like that, again, in my opinion about Elden Ring is like the fact that it's like this big, long journey. And I feel like if you were to go from, say, you know... Set piece to set piece to set piece to set piece to set piece. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you're going to have quiet periods between everything if you were to go on some kind of journey like that. And again, it's it's kind of like a... As I said when I originally did the first Still podcast... Right. Still an anime. <laughs> as I said when I was originally watching... I was watching Lord of the Rings at the same time. Um, and in the book and in the movies, there's quite a stretch there where it's just kind of traveling and traveling. And I kind of had that outlook on it when i was going through elden ring i had a very similar outlook between elden ring and lord of the rings it was kind of a fact that like okay this is just one area to get to so i can move on to the next encounter you know what i mean it's like i didn't Uh, you know i kind of get it but at the same time it's just not the same media you you can have the same rules for different medias or like all the adaptation of video games in anime in movies will be fucking amazing if it was that simple. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why for me, like the, the gameplay perspective ha- has to be interesting. That's fair. Again, everyone's going to have a different perspective on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I mean, that's the whole point of the podcast is like showing our... Like, so in terms of, if we're going based our off opinion. of... If we're just going solely off of looks and aesthetics, Shrine of Amana looks absolutely stunning. Gameplay wise, <laughs> I would never want to go back there. <laughs> Not even on another soul level one run. Ever. <laughs> Never in my life do I ever want to do that again. To be fair, I'm thinking, but I don't feel like I have a guilty pleasure like this of an aria people hate and that I love. Yeah, yeah same. That's what I'm, I'm like. A, uh, I'm, I'm thinking, like... but yeah, maybe the closest will be Kaylee because actually I like the aria. Like Elden Ring really is a game in a standpoint like of scenery. Is just like perfect, mm-hmm. and you guys can see how much uh, I can keep, like talk down the game, saying that it didn't it didn't innovate as much as people seems to think. Yeah, but on these aspects, there's except for the the fact that the there was the blizzard cutting your your view out of the area and Dark the lake of. First. Yeah, they did it first. Uh, and the Lake of Fraud, where I was like, eh. I mean, the, the color scheme and stuff is interesting, but like, other than that, no thank you. Like, I really adored my journey through the lens between. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, Leifan talked about it, like, um, on top of that, when the author of Berserk, Kentaro Miura, died, it was the moment Elden Ring was here. 
So when I saw Kaylee, I was like, oh, this that's... is one big homage. Yeah, I mean, it's, that wasn't even for the homage thing because the game was already programmed and stuff, but it it hit different cool. on the moment. Oh. And that's why oh, well. like, I, I, I can't think of any area that is literally like this that uh, I might like think of it differently than many other people because like as you seem to notice like the the gameplay aspect is really important for me and in general people are streaming on an aria because the gameplay in it is annoying yeah again like it's gonna come down to personality i feel like because certain people are gonna you know they're gonna strive towards different things like you know when you look for a game you're gonna look for different things than maybe i would um there'll be some them some overlap of course like mm. we can both agree that the games are good but we think you know, right, for different me breathing <laughs> i'm thinking like what an area that i would like then find. then then i'm going to ask does people ate tomb of the giant <laughs> tomb of the giant i don't want to go back there but i think the area is cool i like the concept. yeah that will be yeah, parcel. <laughs> I feel like they could have done a little too. bit of a better job leading you in the dark than they did, but they still did an all right job, I think. I mean, Patches was there. He threw down some pebbles for you. He did. He did. He also kicked me off the fucking. He, he also threw you down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just Patches. He's just a little shit. Especially in Dark Souls 3, he's just a little shit. He, he does a little trolling here. Bro, I watched a Prepare to Cry for patches, and I can't believe that shit actually made me shed a tear for the cunt. Yeah, like, seriously, like, there's a lot of, like, that's why people, like, love patches. patches like, he's, that's why he's in almost, I, there's only one game in the entire Soul series that he's not in. We agreed on, the, wait, which one? No, we agreed no, on this. Yeah. No, I don't uh, agree. I've never agreed on this. No. The, the internet agrees. There's a guy that's literally wearing patches. Yep. He's wearing an eye patch. I'm pretty sure. The he's a prick. Yeah, he's What do you mean he's a prick? He's a little shit. I love him. He 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 Yeah, but I mean the the one from Sekiro, like. Oh, I don't know. I've not played. Where is he in yeah, Sekiro? Like the guy on Sekiro is literally oh, uh, if you help me gathering a little bit of money, I'll give you like. Useful intel, and on top of it, like just just help me through my quest of getting rich. And the guy is just there; he's actually kind. It's not patches, though. And he's not patches. <laughs> like I mean, people can say whatever. Then this is my controversial thing. It's not patches, and you guys have to understand it's not him. If patches was Japanese, <laughs> people would have noticed in the first souls. Lies, absolutely. Yeah. You, you leave Patches Senpai out of this. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite fitting for me. I don't know how, like, what the orientation is on your guys' screens, but for me, Box and me are on one side, and Leifon and Solo are on the other, and I find it quite poetic. Oh, oh yeah, for me. That's for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I see, it is for me too. I just see my, I'm right above, Hell and because yeah. of course I'm an American, I'm supposed to be above everyone else, but. <laughs> Yeah, from my screen, it's the Brit and the American above everyone, which fit in, to be honest. Okay, and you guys are going down. Uh, oh. 
just you and me, so. Uh... I. God damn it! Happening. No. God damn it! No. I gotta take yeah. away your medicine. No, I gotta take away your mom for him soon. How you doing? Thank you for playing this game. We're all still in the same situation. <laughs> I, I'm the only one Am who was. Wait, hang on. God damn it! <laughs> Somebody about to get a whoop in us. All right, all right, all right, all right. Back to all right. back to the stream. Back, um... back to me. I do no, have a question. So okay, we've quickly, all quickly, yeah. we've all played Elden Ring at least once. Yes. Right? Yep. I want to know, like, what boil means? it down to only one for each. But what's one weapon everyone really loves, and one weapon that you all hate? Rivers of Blood. In that game. Also, Rivers of Blood. <laughs> Is that both? <laughs> He's both on that one. Uh, no. it it might sound weird, but I love Redden's bow. That's a, you know what? <laughs> I like that one. Great sword. Hey, Best weapon. <laughs> a uh, heap of raw iron. My least hated weapon, well, the weapon I hate the most, sorry, is the Rivers of Blood. Can you guys guess what weapon is my favourite? Rivers of Blood. <laughs> it's Moonvale. <laughs> it's not the moon, but hill is not rivers of blood. It might be a scythe. Is it close? It's not a scythe. <gasps> what? How dare you? What is it? It's How the geyser wheel. Oh. The pizza cutter. I fucking love that thing. I shit on Melania with that thing. No, you should be the finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've played the game a few times right than like different runs i've still never got the finger it's oh. at the bottom of a lava area in my first run i got the finger isn't it in a pass a little a lava area where a chariot's like running on uh going on lava isn't that to be fair i don't remember <laughs> all right boys <sighs> last thing i want to discuss and this yep. is going to kind of be it then for souls topics and stuff for the podcast for a while so uh, I appreciate you guys coming on for it, but we're gonna end off with this. I want to. We're gonna end off on politics, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go round two, electric boogaloo edition. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the storytelling. All right. Um, Bloodborne has the best storytelling. I have gotten around to doing the video that I want to do, talking about, like, my experience playing through Dark Souls and, like, uh, Elden Ring and watching Lord of the Rings at the same time. But when I originally went through it without actually looking into the lore too much, I had this thing that I said, I'm going off by rote here, but I was like, you find yourself in a prison at the beginning of... Uh, Dark Souls 1, like in an asylum. And to me, it was like in uh, in Elden Ring, to me, my interpretation of it is that it was kind of like not just one tarnished, but like a whole of like... Plethora? Yeah, yeah, a whole plethora going through and uh, going through on like a journey, you know? Whereas... To dark in Dark Souls, to me, it was more of a like single man's redemption, 
Yep. And well, looking, looking through the no, please let me finish because I know uh, I will lose my point and go off on a tangent. Um, the more I've looked into it, the more I feel like it actually kind of backs me up on it, and I, it doesn't have to be necessarily right, which is what I really like about the Souls series. Now, obviously, there's some things that are like irrefutable; they're fact, but. Uh, there's other things that are up to interpretation, which I really enjoy about the theorizing. And this is kind of like one of the first game series where I've actually gotten into the theorizing. I've always kind of like not looked down on it, but I've kind of tossed it aside, and not really bothered with it. But in this, okay, I've really Matt Pat. <laughs> with this, I've really gotten into it, and um, yeah, I, f- I feel like the the more I look into it, the more it really strengthens my opinion that like at least for Dark Souls. It really is kind of like that ascension feeling of like going from the bottom tier to like being top that, tier. yeah top tier like that hero that you're supposed to be or like in your eyes you know because I mean, depending on how you look at it you know like the fire could be good or bad but look at the name of of the one guy <laughs> the chosen and the... like <laughs> yeah chosen what do you want he's literally like Arthur yeah very true but again as I say like I mean that's that backs it up as well. Uh, Box, are you going to say something? I was going to say, like, in regards to that point where it's like a one-man per, like, a one-man journey, mm-hmm. it's um, that first NPC that you meet, do you know that fucker that ends up turning hollow? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. one of, like, with him, like, mentioning, like, obviously that prophecy, would that not, like, insinuate that someone else has tried it and that's why... Well, Oscar was going to try to do it himself at one point. I'm pretty sure Solo can give me more backstory than that, what I can provide. But uh, Oscar was trying to, going to try to do it himself, but he uh, failed along the way. And Solera yeah. was going to try to do it. Sigurd was going to try to do it. And I mean, are. they're kind of trying, but at the same time, not. Like, they're... Kind of like oh, they're wandering. Yeah, they've kind of they're, lost their way. In, in yeah, the they're wandering around for like actually like some sort of secondary quest that are like their main quests. Uh, like, it kind of switched switches over because like you, I mean, you can understand that they come from far away lands just to actually find something specific in this one. Yeah, because... I feel like that's why, to me, it links with Elden Ring, because you get a lot of the tarnished in Elden Ring, yeah. but a lot of them seem to be finding their own purpose, right? as well as trying to become an Elden Lord as well. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's what I feel like with Solaire, he's trying to like find his son, but not like trying to find the son that he worships. Like... The onion bro, he's just doing his thing, to be honest. But, but oh, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, but yeah, like to to come back on Oscar, um, it, it's more, uh, like someone who heard about the the legends, and he's like uh, knowing how the world is turning, and he he's desperately searching for someone who will actually help like that that's why i mean there's no explanation why you're the one receiving a key to to go out or anything it, it was kind of random mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing it, it's like i need to 
intentionally release Undead that could ring the bells. And it, it all starts out of like supposition. I'm thinking words. <laughs> You're right. Superstition. Superstition? Yeah. yeah. To me, when it comes to, like, as you were saying, uh, like, Solaire and, um, uh, I, I'm going to say the wrong one, Siegward? Is that three or one? Oh, Squidward, yeah. Siegward. Yeah, the other un- un- guy. <laughs> Siegward is one, right? No. Siegward is three. It's three. <laughs> three, fuck. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. It's segment, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, they've all kind of, like, lost their way in a sense. Like, not that they've, you know, gone bad or anything, but, like, they've kind of found a different kind of focus for what their, their purpose is. Yeah. Whereas, like, and I, I know this is kind of going off a deeper end. I'm kind of, like, I have a tendency to kind of try and mix in things or, like, put the circle shape into the square slot, you know what I mean? But, uh... With Dark Souls and the whole, like, don't go hollow movement and that kind of thing, I feel like it really stems from the fact that, like, you're, you, the chosen, you are the one with the determination to keep going. Like, out of everybody else, you're the one who actually made it from point A to point B. And that really, like, there hasn't been a, a real journey. Even even Elden Ring, I, I kind of cast that more as, like, a, uh, as I said, like, a cooperation journey, you know? Uh, but with Dark Souls, I see it as, like, it really teaches you a lot of, like, stoicism, and it really teaches you a lot of, like, okay, this challenge, there's no way around it. You're going straight through, this is your path, and unless you can overcome what's beating your ass, that's it. You're not, like, you're not... You're not going forward, like, from skipping stuff. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, Elden Ring kind of gives you, okay, well, you know, if that's too hard, you can go over here. Dark Souls says no. So, uh, I I really respect that. And I think when you, again, unless you're really into games and stuff, and you attempt to take this seriously, it's going to sound cringe, but if you take those principles and you take those ideals and you put them into your everyday lives it really does kind of fill you with that sense of like you can get over challenges. And I think that's one of the main things that's kind of contributed to that. Don't go hollow movement and why it's been so successful in the fact that like changing your mindset with such a simple little game can have such a positive effect in, you know, the outer world. So, so be, you know, like with all these Mm -hmm. mental health issues, like it's, it says something that there's so many videos of people thanking this game, you know? Like, it's not just a one-off. It's it's so many people, you know? Yeah. I just want to thank Bill Clinton, our... Uh, God damn it. Our I was friend. really trying to go somewhere with that, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, when you, said, when you first mentioned it, and you said, I know I seem to go off-topic, I thought you were going to link it somehow to politics, and I thought you were going to just drop, like... So that's why I'm really glad... <laughs> Like the IRA bomb Manchester back in the day. <laughs> I just have like a complete shot at me because I'm from Manchester. <laughs> so if I move then uh, more into the storytelling rather than the philosophy side, if you look at the... Um, a lot of people, when there was the God of War slash Souls debate. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's less of a debate. It's a one-sided competition. Oh, really? Souls is, is yeah, better. God well, of War not, is not even dog better. Shit. Like whatever. If someone prefers God of War to Souls, I don't care. Fine, that's your opinion. But when it was just outright lying <laughs> or like deluding yourself to say that oh souls games don't have story like uh, it's just uh, like it's like what are you talking so, about so uh, solo a... you have played the original god of wars yes i did I actually like I just wanted to to say a little thing about this all controversy with the games awards God of War stuff uh, this got me laughing because when the original God of War like from like the PS4 you know like the 2018 one uh came out and there was red dead redemption 2 next to it in the game awards and red dead redemption 2 was like winning a whole lot of stuff like the best performance the best graphics best yeah. best nearly everything and Even then player. we saw and the, and then we saw what <laughs> uh and, and then we see like god of war game of the year and they were like, oh, see, God of War is outright better than Red Dead Redemption. And I was like, yeah, no, it's the situation reversed, guys. And now you're complaining. Because, <laughs> yeah, God of War won maybe more things than than Elden Ring. But at the end of the day, like Elden Ring overall yeah. is, a better, like is a better experience. <laughs> Uh, so for the God of War, I, I don't know what people think about it, but I think the first, I mean, it's not a second trilogy, but you guys get, get me. Yeah. The first trilogy is outright better, in my opinion. Uh, like in terms of how epic the journey feels, uh, like the tragedy around like the fate of kratos uh all of that like the fact that kratos when he he does something it actually like has a consequence on the whole world uh you see even more this like with god of war 3 because it's the one where he starts to really reap and tear through all the gods and you're like he he kills Poseidon, and then like there's just the oceans who starts to go crazy. Yeah. It literally kills everybody on her. Uh, he he kills like um, oh the names I forgot names. The Greek mythology is not my favorite. Alice. Help! Uh, no, like for the sun. Uh, oh, I mean yeah. Zeus in the end, like he just. Turns the world into cataclysm. He kills but, Hercules at one point. He kills. Yeah, but Ares. I mean, he. Uh, he I know who you're like, talking what, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I mean, he kills Hermes. Like, uh, to, to, to a point, he, it actually uh, like triggers healness and everything like around the world for the, the 
little people who actually survived the first waves of Calicles. <laughs> um, and all of that, yeah, like, all the trip, you're like, holy, like, th that was, like, building up so much. And I, I mean, I, I stand to the point where I don't understand why they changed the gameplay that much because it doesn't feel I want to say as satisfying and like in terms of representation doesn't feel as epic either no no definitely so and it's funny how he Kratos literally takes on a god that literally holds up the earth or holds up the world yeah. and then he's just getting his shit kicked down by a guy who can't die or, uh, is it Elios, the guy with his sh uh, shard? Like, like... Maybe, I I think, but it's all, and then he's like, oh, I can't do that. I was like, yeah, it's him. Mean you can't, and then right. and, and the new stuff, he's like, he's barely like holding his own with his own fucking fists. And, or even in the new freaking game that dropped, where his fucking axe goes through a dude. Goes through him, and the guy gets up like it's nothing. Like I don't care who you are, you're not getting up from that. They do actual like animations where like dude should be dead and he's not dying. I'm gonna, uh, there's no, like, I'm wait. gonna throw my ring in the hat here. Oh, wait, mm. a ring in the hat? Okay, <laughs> whatever works. You can tell it's getting late. I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring here. Um, I played God of War three. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. It's a really great game. Uh, again, it's it's not on par with Elden Ring or anything, but it's not the same game. And I think that's no, another, it's not. I, th I think that's another thing that people were like, you know, God of War four or five, no five technically, yeah, whatever. God of War Ragnarok. It's yeah, not, it's not the fucking. It shouldn't have really been beside Elden Ring, but uh, I actually I did like twenty eighteen, but I completely understand the point you're making, Solo. Mm -hmm. Um, I I like the more mature aspect of it. I did like the storytelling, and I think it had a good a good vibe going for it. However, and I know this is going to get fucking chopped to pieces, maybe even by somebody in this call, but uh, I've, I hate, I fucking hated Ragnarok. It felt like a massive waste of my time. I didn't even play uh, the fucking game. I'll... I mean, I, I can talk about it. Uh, uh, if, I can, so... if I can just say why before... Yeah, sure. Okay. And again, I can maybe be too critical, I don't know, but like these are just some of them. Some of them are nitpicks, some of them aren't. So... One of my biggest issues with it was the pacing. I think the pacing was god-awful. I think you have this slow build the whole way up throughout the game, and then the final yes. bit that everybody's waiting for is over in, like, ten minutes. Or, like, it, not even that. Like, it, it feels yes. just so rushed. And then, like, everything had no point. Like, the mask, it just went nowhere at the end. Spoilers. Um, and people are like, oh, but that was the point. It's like, okay, well, it was a shit point, then, in my opinion. It was fucking, there was no payoff or anything. It um, sounds like uh, the Star Wars in Episode Eight, where they went to the casino world and nothing happened with it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Disney writing. Yeah, but with, um, yeah, that that was a big issue I had problem with. But the second thing was, uh, in terms of consistency, Loki's character went through character development in 2018, and they just decided, you know what? That's inconvenient for us. So we're going to throw away that maturity that you learned in the first one. And mm -hmm. we're going to 
bring it back every time we need you to make a dumbass decision so we can bring you away from your father and have your own sections. Because exactly. if you were to think with any modament of common sense, you'd never leave your father's side throughout the story. It wouldn't have made any sense. Uh, it, it's just completely full of irrational decisions in order to justify the story. Um, yeah. And then uh, the, the, I, fi the final, final point. I'll let you go then. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> Sorry. He's ready. No, He's no, ready. He is yeah. so ready. No, to, like, I, 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 I just wanted hear. to add something uh, from your point. Like okay, this yeah, one. Go, go there. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll say my final point. So, so it's just like from your point, like the pacing with Atreus just going his way, uh, leaving his father with irrational thoughts. That's exactly how I felt about Ragnarok. Uh, I felt like I was bored as fuck during Atreus gameplay. I'm sorry, people, like if you guys liked it, but it wasn't my gem. Mm -hmm. And the the thing I just, I mean, I, I can understand they do this, but it's like the liberty they take on the north, like the North mythology, which I particularly adore. Uh, I know how hard it is to actually understand because there are texts that kind of like, I mean, it's not even text normally. It's just like oral uh, po like poems that were like yeah. tr transmitted from generation to generations. But mm -hmm. uh, they're kind of like uh, clashing each other. Sometimes it isn't really logical and stuff, but there are things that exist and like to the point when you compare in your brain like how the Ragnarok he's such a giant like mess when it happens I mean it's literally the end of the world yeah. and you're like it's only this and I wouldn't like, even mind the whole thing was about like uh, Surtur as well and he's you 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 only see him in the background for a couple seconds and then he's gone yeah it's like okay what was the point of all that. Um, uh, sorry to cut you off. Uh, was there was no. there a, a bit there solo just before I? Oh uh, no no no! no. <laughs> Continue. I was waiting for your final point. Uh, Box, were you saying something just before I went on? Yeah, I will add. So solo mentioned the god before Poseidon. Mm -hmm. Poseidon is a fucking great god, and let me go through why. So everyone knows Poseidon is the god of the sea, right? It's the <laughs> equivalent of Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Okay. You wait till I get to the my okay, point. Okay. So it's the god. So Poseidon's full like god title is the god of the sea, storms, earthquakes, and horses. <laughs> Fucking horses. So there you go. That's the, the 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 amazing fight about Poseidon is literally that he's the tutorial boss. <laughs> Yeah, that's how epic the journey is, guys. Um, my final point then was <laughs> we're bringing the background to politics, boys. <laughs> oh, no, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I do it, it, it kind of, I'm not gonna Why go did into... the national shooting happen. Let's discuss it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lean too much into the politics, but it was just a point on because it really stood out to me with Kratos. There is no problem with showing a little bit of like. Uh, weakness or like a bit of emotion with Kratos I don't mind that but like I feel like if you're gonna do it you wait for the right moment 
because you had you had Kratos start like tearing up and crying at like maybe halfway three quarters throughout the game and that was like the first moment you see that yes but then they pulled the same trick again at the very end of the game it's like well you already pulled that card like fucking two hours ago so this doesn't have as much of an emotional impact as it would have done so now i just i don't see this as a big emotional moment i just see this as an emasculated man i don't like I feel like they've really, really tried to weaken Kratos on purpose to make it so that Atreus would be more... Jotaro nerve. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like they nerfed him, because, like, the only way they go from here, I feel oh, like... I'll testosterone nerve. <laughs> I really feel like they did, though, because with this... Yeah, look at it from this point, right? They are obviously setting it up where they want you to, like, start playing as Atreus going forward, right? Uh, at least some point. It might not be the next game, but they're looking at it, right? Um, so they take Kratos out of the picture then. But, like, compare it with God of War 3. You have that amazing intro. Same with Ragnarok. You ha- I will give it, it had a really good intro, right? Yeah. Um, both games, okay? Now let's look at both endings. You have Kratos going fucking ham on Zeus at the end. Uh, God of War 3. Super satisfying final fight. Really, really good. Sacrificing uh, everything on yeah. top of that. Like, it could have been real ending and stop here. Yeah. Of course, there was the cliffhanger where you were like, oh, there's no more Kratos. <laughs> but, but, then, but I mean, it could have been anything. But then with Ragnarok, not only do you not get to fucking have your rematch with Thor, but like, there's just no satisfying ending to Kratos whatsoever. Like, like the entire end point of the game is just taken away from Kratos. It, it's just all on Atreus. Because Atreus is the one that solves everything with, um, with, with, uh, fucking Thor's father, what's his name? Cain. Odin. Odin, yeah. With Odin. Like, Kratos kind of takes a back seat at that point, like so. It's I, I didn't like what they did to Kratos by the end of it. Yeah. So that that they were my points. I feel like. Uh, I mean, I do understand that he kind of comes out from another land, another mythology, and stuff. But at the same time, yeah, he, he's still a god. Yeah. <laughs> like he should be able to be here, and actually, I think people like would have preferred that, like that he was. I mean, if he was actually extremely relevant to the story and actually change stuff wait like to me you're saying people want to see the god of war and god of war games oh that's crazy <laughs> crazy no Correct no like wrong. yeah that um kid that uh kratos goes around with yeah Atreus. whatever it's called is he not meant to be loki he is yeah mm-hmm. i'm just saying he is, he is loki yeah, I'm just they, they kind of stuck yeah. with Atreus throughout the game, so I... yeah, they're implying it. Well, not implying, they're, they're literally no, they're literally it. saying it, yeah, and really, that's the liberty that I really hated. Is like you read any text of the North mythology about Lucky, and you're like, what a ass. <laughs> Well, can I just at this point out? Oh, no, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm, I, sh- I just need to stop interrupting. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> oh, and and like 
you you know what it reminds me it reminds me of like eh, we got you with the end of uh game of Thrones. like yeah yeah uh, all all the plots and subplots has been like resolved by someone else that you were expecting and it's literally like eh, you didn't expect it so we won uh, no <laughs> actually no like yeah no 100% that's gonna have that but instead of like someone else ruining the plot i resolve the plot sorry they just have Scorpion and then link it back to Kratos being in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so now I'm going to get back to the actual topic, which was like the storytelling in the Soul series and I, I exactly wanna... what you were. Uh, yeah, well, oh. I, I actually was going to link that up with God of War, but. Uh... Oh, shit. No. <laughs> well, do it then. Yeah. <laughs> well, get on with it. Um, <laughs> uh, can I just point out who, who, who here likes Atreus? I'd, I've never. I'm not really. I fucking hate him. He's like he's so unlikable. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, my whole point with the storytelling was basically people want to throw this at like people only think that the Soul series doesn't have the story just because it's not a linear story. That that's yeah. that's their only problem with it. You know, like if anybody went through the bother of reading through these things, I saw this stupid ass comment on Twitter. It was like. Oh, the only way you can figure out the story of um, of Souls games is by watching thirty minute videos on YouTube. It's like, okay, or, counter or ca- counterpoint. Let's think up of a mad scenario here. I don't know that uh, the person who made the thirty minute video had to figure out the story to make the thirty minute video. So how the fuck did they do it? Oh, they read shit (laughs) like i don't i don't understand why people think the video just popped out of nowhere (laughs) yeah yeah the people that make that point literally the ones that when an npc is really they skip it and just like oh well that don't matter (laughs) and then just fucking go on with like killing the next boss that's it that's exactly that and you know what i feel like if someone was thrown into sekiro it will be like it's all vacant yeah sure yeah because you have like actually alpha of it like linear and and you know, you know what Sekiro I feel like is a really really good point to actually start to understand the storytelling of the Soul series because mm-hmm. it, it helps you to actually like read <laughs> you know what's funny? which people are not doing you know what's funny even though Sekiro, from a gameplay perspective, is my favorite, it's actually one of my least favorite in terms of lore. What? Yeah, I know. You wouldn't think so, right? But it's because it's so, like, it's so much more straightforward in terms of, like, it, it's it's kind of given to you a lot more than in Dark Souls. Eh, you might think like this, but not really. There's a lot of thing that is, like, really up to theory, because even oh, no, though, theory, like, yeah. the even though the era like actually exists in the real world uh it is one of the era like from japan where it is the least known because it was closed and of course like you guys probably played uh call of duty modern warfare 2 the original but like the winner write the story true but like i mean 
if you take, we'll, we'll go for Bloodborne, right? Because right. Lefon, Lefon's a bit quiet over there. I need to hear. Uh, I need to hear his. <laughs> his room. What do you want to know about Lefon? Yeah. If you could, if you look at Bloodborne and you look at Sekiro, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of complexity of story, I don't think you could tell me that like first play through through Bloodborne for the average player they understood what the main thing was about. Yeah, I had no clue what the fuck was going on. Yeah, exactly. You were right? just told, "Hey, That's... you're a hunter in a hunter's dream. Have fucking fun, yeah. my guy." <laughs> yeah. Whereas with Sekiro, again, I'm not saying that you can't theorize because there are definitely like areas to theorize, but I feel like a lot of it is more spoon-fed to you than in terms of the other Souls games. Because I feel like by the end of Sekiro, I had an idea of what was going on. By the end of the other games, I did not. I, like, I'd need to, like, spend a lot more time looking into it to actually... Unless you look at Dark Souls 3 and realize, man, the lords are just lazy bastards that don't want to get in the flame. They just don't want to be part of the candle and the link to fire. For real, bro. I really like the concept of the Soul of Cinder as well. The fact that, like, it's the culmination of everyone trying to... Tell you to go fuck off. Yeah, pretty much. I will say, like, with Elden Ring, on that same topic, like, there's a lot to theorize with a lot of different characters, but you only, like, start piecing together the story. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, through a lot, like, dialogue is, like, only, like, a little bit of it. Like, it might not even be 10% of it. You actually, like, piece together the story from, like, items that you get. Very true. So, Vike's story, you'll know very little from him. All you really see of him in the game is before you get to one of the churches where you get the maiden cloth mm-hmm. is you see his dead maiden and his spirit of went after his frenzied like protecting that area. But then later on in the mountain at the top of the giants you get him in the Everdrail where uh, it was pre-frenzied flame where he was using a lot of his draconic powers because it was it was either Fortisax or Placidusax that um, taught him a lot of uh, the draconic things because he was the one that was meant to be the next Elden Lord until he fell on his path because of the Frenzied Flame. But you don't know all that unless you read the item descriptions. And see, that's another point as well to bring it across from uh, A God of War and... Uh... Souls games comparison is in terms of storytelling is the fact that I feel like everyone who played God of War had the same experience and I feel like everyone who played the Souls games had their own experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look at Dark Souls 1. Yeah. Your, your playthrough versus Box's playthrough. <laughs> you, see, you see what I mean? That's what I love about the storytelling so much and it's really made me respect the theorizing aspect and I'm like from a writer's perspective as well, I really that's why I'm so interested in looking into this lore and like looking into like how they went about it. Because I wanna try and like put that into my own stuff. Not the not the lore, but like the idea behind like leaving stuff open ended yeah. in a way. Not too much where it doesn't make any sense and convoluted, but enough so where it's like there's pieces there that you can crumb it together and whether two people come into the same room and come away with different ideas, they're both not necessarily correct or incorrect you know what i mean i will say in terms of like on top of that as well i do agree with what you're saying there shane but um in elden ring as well like 
mentioning what you said and on top of what I said, I feel like with reading it, you get the different experience, but I feel like not only do you get a different experience, but in terms of storytelling, you can choose your own path, really. Exactly. Whereas yeah. God of War is just laid out to you like, you've got to do this. Yep, yep, exactly. Whereas Elden Ring, for instance, you could either be a hero, you could be just someone that sits by and watches it happen, or like one of the endings, the Friends of Flame ending, you literally want, like burn the world. I've only recently you just discovered... Want chaos. I've only recently discovered that there's also like a cutscene for the the dung eater ending and stuff with like like the age of despair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like it's it's, it's there's just so much to all of these Souls games and there's so much to respect. There was the... there was like a fan edited um, ending where it was called the Age of Absolute, and in the ending cutscene. It's the three fingers and the two fingers basically combined to do you know to make like a full hand. Yeah, that sounds pretty. And cool. there was actually like someone has found cut dialogue that was in it, so it possibly was going to be an ending because they've data mined this dialogue, and it talks about and even has like saying the age of absolute, so they could have been like a perfect pure world rather than, like, the somewhat perfect world you get from Golden Mask's ending, Gold Mask ending, or, like, the, well, where you just kind of see the world in darkness from Rani's ending. One final thing I'm just going to throw out before we finish, because uh, you, you kind of reminded me there with, like, hidden audio lines and stuff. Um, boys, Artorias's lines that were never implemented? What the hell? Oh, oh, I've seen some of that, yeah. yeah. That adds so much more context. And they didn't bring it into the remaster. $40, please go fuck yourself. <laughs> Can't believe they That's why I never bought it. $40 fucking dollars to a fucking remaster. At least Skull of the First Sin was an actual fucking remaster, mm -hmm. damn it. Alright, boys. I think unless there's any final, final, and I really... Ending uh, now. Right. Final I have to go on to the very final ones. Okay. I have... We'll let you go for. Oh, fuck off. Okay, so we'll go. Uh, we'll go with you then first. Before Box considers his life choices. Go for it, Solo. Um, I I had one final thing about the storytelling uh, from Sekiro. Uh, by the way, this doesn't have to be only storytelling. If there's anything at all you want to, no, it, it, it's out. more it's more about like the um, the big picture. Sekiro mm -hmm. uh, has the advantage uh, compared to, I mean, can be an advantage and a disadvantage uh, actually. But uh, compared to the other like FromSoft, to have a setting that actually exists, and the thing is, um, the whole mythology that you can like implement into like uh, any Japanese story, it actually still works with Sekiro. So it makes it so much bigger. Like the true monk, like did anybody understood uh, which myth it was referring to? I've not played Sekiro, so unfortunately yeah. I can't answer any of these yet. 
However, from you telling me this, I'm definitely getting more involved because I really do love mythology. Uh, brilliant, bro. You're really gonna love it. Yeah, like I'm. I'm just saying this uh, for for this boss. Uh, but it is actually coming from a real legend of like uh, Amiko who ate like some sort of mermaid uh, meat, which actually turned her like. Oh, Cursed now, <laughs> uh, and like, is I'm it the going... story of eating the mermaid yokai? Mm hmm, that's cool. Okay, I'm involved. Yeah, now. it's so please it's, continue. I, I'm it's gonna a lot, it's a lot about all of this, and that's why, like, all the, the placement of the bosses. Like, for example, the Divine Realm, where you have the carps that are below the dragon, which refers to, like, literally the legend of the carp going through the river to become a dragon. All of this actually works without being presented in any way in the game. It's just because it's basic knowledge from real-life myth. And that's actually how brilliant I see Sekiro. Like, you don't have to have anything telling you in the game that when you're in the dilapidated temple, there's, like, these piece of paper that means something. Like, nothing tells you about it, but you know, just because it exists in real life. Mm -hmm. And that's really all this storytelling, like... Even like these little references to, I mean, the the fishing hamlets, uh, from completely different kind of of story. Mm -hmm. uh, all of the sacred water like setting for Ashina that, of course, doesn't exist in the real world. Uh, all of the uh, interior ministry story that. Is kind of wasted, in my opinion. They could have made so much more, which I thank the mother of LMTSR to actually like leading his mod toward an after story, basically with this, which was really really interesting. I still think he 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 made pretty weird decision for his bosses, but <laughs> that's another story. It's gameplay wise. Uh, no, there's really a whole lot, and that's why, like, box really, when you're going through Sekiro, uh, try try to think about like the story, but also like try to think about the Japan mythology, and you'll be like, holy shit, there's so much. I'm very much looking forward to Sekiro now. Do you have an <laughs> idea when you plan to start? Uh. I'm gonna, so, my main focus is, on the 15th, I'm gonna be sorting out my like my editing, mm -hmm. because I'll be upgrading fully to um, Premiere Pro. Oh, right, yeah, so, once I've done that, I'm gonna solely focus on editing, so, I'd expect to maybe start Sekiro, either late April or... May. Okay. Yeah, start for my birthday. 
Yay! <laughs> Woo! Okay, guys, I think we will leave it there. Uh, I just want to say much respect to the Soul series in general. As I've said before, I don't know about you guys, but for me personally, it's helped me with a lot of mental stuff. Uh, just even in real life, it's really, really helped me get some stuff together and kind of change my uh, ideas on stuff and to go a little less serious. It's just given me a really fun experience and showed me a new way of storytelling that I didn't really accept before. So I, I don't know about you. I, I think I've got the opposite opinion from it. Because now I just strategize everything. I just see walking down the stairs as like a fucking better chaos situation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. And I think season one is nearly done. Uh, I think we've maybe an episode booked for Monday with Kevin. Uh, depends on that. But that boy is hard to get. So uh, hands eye episode. <laughs> Oh, when's that episode? <laughs> Catch you guys later. I appreciate everyone listening. If you were listening on Spotify, there is also the YouTube channel and vice versa. Redhead Rambles podcast. That is all you need to look up and you should find that. Check out the main channel, Shane Tour. All links will be above on the banner if you're on YouTube. And the Discord server link will be up there as well if you want to check out for notifications and streaming. We stream pretty much every second day or so. So. I'll catch you later.